What is up, Pod Warriors fans? We are back with part two of our San Diego Comic Con coverage. Uh, we we covered the preview night over the weekend. Now we're back to wrap up the additional three days. It really turned out to just be one day this year, but we'll get into all that. But first off, let me introduce my compadre, Jordan. Jordan, what's happening, man? Oh, nothing, man. Just uh, coming off a crazy weekend uh, around here, and had a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Golfed all day Saturday, and. Yeah, man, I'm excited to talk some wrestling figures. It it wasn't as extensive as we were hoping, but it, it's still going to be a fun night. Yeah, we got a lot of better looks of stuff we saw in preview night too, so it should be fun. And I think our experiment worked, man. The numbers were really good. I was a little bit skeptical because this is something totally uh, different from what Pod Warriors normally does. And we really didn't promote it at all on social media. We've been focusing the uh, the social media steam behind Brett's push for the uh, the Mullet Championship. So this kind of just we just kind of just threw this one out there in the wind to see what happened. But the uh, numbers were solid. So thank you guys for for tuning in and giving us the feedback. And we also have a special treat for you guys tonight. We got third man. You know, me and Jordan are hawking animal. We got Puke coming in as the third road warrior. We got the OG Fig Kid from the Turnbuckle Tavern, Thomas Montalto. Tom, what's going on? Not much, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, dude. So we've been lo- we've been looking for a way to get you on for a while, man. We we're gonna have you on the regular Chick Foley show, but you know it's already four of us on there, and we've done a couple pods with like the extra cooler crew where we get like six people going at once, and it's it's chaotic, man. It's almost exhausting doing it. So figured Pod Wars be the fir- perfect time to formally introduce the OG Fig Kid to the Foley Fam uh, podcast listeners. If you're a member of the Premium Foley Fam on the uh, the Facebook group. You can join at chickfoley.com. Obviously, you guys know Tom. He's been a member pretty much from, from day one. Longtime supporter, longtime friend, and he is a fellow member of the Pod Foundation along with the previously mentioned Turnbuckle Tavern, the Extra Cooler Show, and Coming Down the Aisle with J-Bone. So, Tom, uh, just give us a little bit of background on yourself as a wrestling fan and more specifically as a figure collector. Man, I guess they go hand in hand because uh, I remember being a kid and seeing uh, the, the toy show on the news and uh, them showing the LJNs for the first time before we had wrestling figures. And I fell in love then. And uh, I got the LJNs the first day they came out. I had a little local toy store where I grew up in Staten Island. After I saw them at the toy show, I called that toy store every single day as a kid until they got them in. That eventually that guy just held all the figures for me. I never it was like a ringside. They got everything in before everybody else. You had to pay a little more. But man, what a great little spot in Staten Island called Smiling Sunnies. And it's funny because a zombie, Josh Shaler from Staten Island, knows the store as well. He used to go there as a little kid, too. So, uh, you know, I, I've started out. Before Hogan won the title, that's how old I am watching WWF. So it, it bleeds deep for me. I've never even taken a break. So it's how insane I am with wrestling. That's awesome, man. I, I pretty much started from as soon as I was, uh, you know, old enough to actually like watch TV and kind of comprehend what I was seeing. But I did take that 10 year break, man, between WrestleMania 20 and 30. The product just was not captivating me at all. So that's pretty awesome that uh, you can say you never took a break. Jordan, you've never took any hiatus either, right? You've kind of just stuck with it, it even with, you know, maybe some ebbs and flows and how much you're interested in it. Yeah, I've uh, I've been into it since I was a kid and I've never stopped. So they've given me plenty of reasons to stop. But here I am, the glutton for punishment, I guess. But Tom did just blow my mind. I didn't know they had TVs in 1947. <laughs> and I also didn't know that the LJN line came out in 1947. So pretty, yeah. pretty surprising stuff today. 
I have the gorgeous George LJN. <laughs> he puts he puts the OG in the OG figure for sure. But we're happy to have him here. So we're going to follow a similar format to what we did on part one. Um, kind of just getting a conversation going based off of the Ringside Collectibles IG feed. That's really the most comprehensive uh, coverage we had at San Diego Comic-Con with all the different shots. Um so for those that want to follow along with the conversation, we're going back. We're going to be starting at the picture of the WrestleMania Elite set. It's all the renders there together in color. You got John Cena, The Rock, Pat McAfee, and Trish Stratus. Uh, it's from four days ago as we record this on Monday night, and it drops Tuesday morning. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow along and look at what we're looking as we're reacting, that's what it's going to be. So we'll just kick it off, man. I think this is it's cool to get Pat McAfee's first Elite, but this is in the mix for the worst WrestleMania Elite set we've had. <laughs> I don't think it's in the mix. I think it is the worst WrestleMania set. And that's coming from somebody that, I mean, I'm going to buy the Trish and the McAfee and I guess I'll have to buy the other two just to, so I can build Nicholas. But it, this is bad, dude. This is yeah, really bad. The WrestleMania 30 set was, it was a Daniel Bryan repaint. It was kind of like a weak attempt at his look from WrestleMania 30. There was Bray and Undertaker and I think a John Cena that didn't come with a t-shirt or hat. That's the, other, that's the only one that comes to mind to possibly be as weak, but it did come with that really cool build a corporate cane figure. So I think it's between this one and that one for the worst ever. Uh, Tom, what, what, what's your thoughts on this set? Yeah. I mean, after last year's WrestleMania set, which I thought was one of the best. Yeah, it was great. This is uh, like having a two matches in a set. Well, great. This is just such a letdown. I don't even remember Trish having dark hair holding this title. Like, Jordan could tell us he's the, the Trish uh, fetishist here, man. When, when was the, the dark hair Trish period? It happened, but it's not good. It's it's not a time I reflect positively on. Like, uh, I, I'm a blonde Trish fan, and that's about as far as I'm going to go with uh, that conversation. Because yeah, this is not yeah, good. I agree with Jordan. And, and that Trish is a base. It's basically a re-release of the the Target Hall of Fame figure. For, I think that was Hall of Fame Series Two. Yep. That Rock. I feel like we've gotten that Rock a freaking dozen times. Same thing with Cena and Green Man. Like this, just not much meat in the bone. Like I said, you're getting this set's really built around Pat McAfee's first elite and the the controversial pick. This one had the WrestleFix forums going nuts, and even in the Facebook group, man, it was a lot of people with different feelings on this. Uh, what are you guys thoughts about Nicholas being the build a figure? <laughs> it's not. I love it, man. I mean, it's fun. But usually, like, the Build-A-Figures makes me have to complete the set. And with this one, I feel like I don't need to do it. I don't need a Nicholas. I will do it because it's fun. But, you know, eh, I, I like it when it's wrestlers. Nicholas is not somebody who's a glaring hole in my collection. Hey, you put some respect on Nicholas's name. He's a former Raw Tag Team Champion. Like, Nicholas the is youngest the youngest champion in WWE history. <laughs> probably will forever be the youngest champion in WWE history. I mean, it is cool. It's cool to get these kind of figures that you know you would never get any other way. So I'm cool with it. I mean, definitely wouldn't have been my pick, but again, it's cool. I love the goofy figures, man. It's the first time in the line. And yeah, I'm looking forward to posing Nicholas next to my uh, my Braun Strowman Elite on, on the shelf. It's going to be cool. So going on up, we have build a, build a figure John Cone. I don't know if this was from going to be for Survivor Series or what. Did, did you guys get word on exactly what set he's going to be in? You know, I don't believe I heard what set he's going to be in, but I'll tell you, I popped for this figure. Uh, this is one of the things I was most excited to see this weekend. Yeah, that's... yeah, I love that we're getting individual ref figures, man. It's much needed. It'd be cool to get an Earl Hebner, like a Charles Robinson, Mike Chioda. Like, that's just, it's been a roadblock for them for really going back almost to the LJN days. I'm not sure if they've ever made, 
like a specific referee before. It's always been just generic ref. Even that one that Jax made, um, it was a really cool figure. It kind of resembled Earl Hebner, but not really. Uh, so it's it's pretty neat that they're doing this. And it's cool that, uh, you know, it's going to be coming out right after Nicholas comes out. So we'll have father and son. For those that don't know, referee John Cohn is Nicholas's dad. Yeah, that is awesome. That'd be cool if we got both of them in the same pack. Like if this was all part of the WrestleMania build a figure, that'd be sweet. It's not going to be, but it would be cool. I want to get an Earl Hebner build a figures so I can turn it into like a voodoo doll to finally get back from, uh, you know, the Montreal screw job. How he <laughs> fucked over Brett. Wow. Wow. All right. Going on up, we got some colored renders of the new basics. Uh, you know, me and Jordan discussed it on the part one. Tom, what do you what are your thoughts on the, the new articulation on the basics? Does that make you more likely to add some of these basics to the collection? Listen, I'm not a basic collector. However, if there's something that will fit my collection, somebody I need, I will do it. Um, so the articulation doesn't really matter to me all that much. But as far as for kids playing with it, I think it's much needed. I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the new articulation. I think it makes a world of difference on the basics. I, I get basics now sometimes if it's um, like someone that it just doesn't, if they don't have an elite, right? If it's their first time in the line, I'll grab it. Or if it's just a really, really cool look that we don't have an elite yet, I'll get them. So I'll occasionally snag a basic. Uh, it's really good for building up like the women's roster. But I, I think it's a real uh, real game changer with this new articulation, man. I think, uh, I think these things are going to be a little bit more desirable on the pegs for collectors. Did you guys see the two different Mr. T ref figures we got? Yeah, that's awesome. No sarcasm what, what were here. those from? I think one was from WCW, and I cannot figure out what the other one was from. I can't figure out what the other one's from either. Like it's not identifiable at all for me. Yeah, I have no clue. I didn't real. I don't really know WCW, but I don't remember him refing in WWF at all. So, yeah, same. We got uh, some additional championship showdowns. Love the Austin um, in the. the the 2001 year, but like we said before, those painted on t-shirts just look pretty gross on the basics. Um, one thing that jumped, if you go up two posts, look at that Shawn Michaels British Bulldog Championship Showdown set. How freaking sweet is that? That looks awesome. Dude, that does look awesome. I, I, I'm going to have to probably purchase that one if it looks as good as it does here. You know what? Yeah. You, you know what doesn't look awesome though? The Ronda Rousey right next to it. It's very, very bad. The head scan is god awful. Is that a what is she wearing? Is that a does she got a backwards thong around her neck, like underneath her sports bra? Like what what the hell is that gear? And then the whale the whale tail on the bottom. Wow. <laughs> that is such a bad figure. Yeah, I don't remember her wearing that. I feel like that would have stood out. Like, what the hell is this? That, Maybe it just looks weird that's on the from render. When her and Liv wrestled for the title, but I don't remember that match at all now that I'm thinking about it. We were there at SummerSlam. <laughs> We were in the building. No, no, no. For that, this dude. is when Liv won the title, I think. When uh, she okay. Cashed- well, no, because she ca- when she cashed in, we already got that figure. Remember, she cashed in the same night. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that doesn't make me remember it anymore. We could have been. She cashed in the same night, then she beat her at SummerSlam, then she lost at Extreme Rules. We so. literally could have been sitting in the ring, and I still would have forgot this match <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what she was wearing at SummerSlam either. I think this is from Extreme Rules when she beat Ronda. Um, but yeah, that Sean and Bulldog set is awesome. We've never really gotten like the 96 heel Bulldog. We got 97 heel Bulldog. So I wish these were elites. That would be really cool. I mean, hell, I wish these were ultimate editions, but those look really nice. So I think I'm definitely going to have to snag that set. Um, you know, I'm all about all the Shawn Michaels from pre, uh, you know, pre when he switched to the chaps and he was still wearing the tights. You don't want the Brock Lesnar that looks like he's about to house 87 hot dogs with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> no, I do. I do like Bobby Lashley in the white gear. That's pretty cool. Look at that, Brock. Um, 
Yeah, no mouth problem. open wide. He's going Joey Chestnut. <laughs> what the hell? That, that's so terrible. bad. So we'll take a look when we get to the Ultimate Editions, man. I got a theory. I don't think Mattel is doing completely different like head sculpts on these figures anymore. You remember how like when you used to when you get multiple head sculpts, they would look a little different between the facial expressions, right? It wouldn't just be like a different expression. Sometimes like the face would look a little bit different from like scan to scan. If you look now, most of these face scans are the exact same. And I think they just got a computer app that is just modifying how open the mouth should be. It look they look the exact same, but just one will have the mouth wide open, one will have the mouth partially open, like Something weird I've been noticing, so just take a look when we get to the Ultimates. Um, up next, we got Jordan's favorite faction, Hit Row, or as he affectionately calls them. That's Shit Row. <laughs> are, you, are you a Hit Row fan, Tom? No. I know. Yeah, Jordan, I told Jordan, I kind of dug him. I I really couldn't get into it once Swerve left, but I still had a little bit of hope. But then Jordan called him Shit Row on the pod one time, and it just it stuck in my freaking brain. Yeah, man. Man. That's all I can think of anytime I see him now is Shit Row. I could just see why Vince released them and uh Maybe Triple H made a mistake in bringing them back. That's all. I, with Swerve, they were cool, right? I think the three of them are fine as like henchmen. And I, and I think Swerve is, is a main event talent just waiting to happen. Um, but it just doesn't work without Swerve carrying them. I agree. All right. Moving up to uh, some new elites. So we got, uh, we'll start left to right, man. Solo Sokoa. We're hitting the, the rewind button on that. They're hitting, they're waving the uh, the men in black memory stick in front of us that, about that original solo that came out, which I didn't think was that bad, man. Until I know a lot of people paying that figure. What's that? Yeah, until you see this one compared yeah, to Yeah, you it. see this one. It look, yeah, this one does look way better. It just looks more substantial. It looks more like a beast like Solo is. But um, do you guys got beef with Mattel running it back this quickly? Or or are you fine with them saying, hey, you know what? We know we screwed up. We're, we're going to try to make it right as soon as possible. I'm fine with them doing something like that. Everybody wants more Solo in their life. Why not? You know, I mean, I don't even think the torso was that bad on the first one. So, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have it posed with the shirt on most time anyways. I don't think I would even notice. He definitely looks like, you know, he, he missed a few meals, man. Maybe it's so low from when, when he was back on the indies, uh, when he wasn't eating good in the bloodline. But it's still a really cool figure. I love this fin we're getting, oh. man. I, I just hope we get an entrance jacket. He comes with both the gimp masks. Like, I think this fin is freaking amazing. I think this whole set is amazing, honestly. Like, th- this is a complete set buy for me. Um, yeah, that fin yeah, is awesome. Yeah, you got Yoked Out Taker from 2002 with the freaking the shirt off. He done got the weird uh, rubber tank top, like ringside gave him on that one. Yep, and then you got two Paul Bears. Like, dude, I mean, they've been needing to do a Paul Bear update for a while, so I'm really glad we're getting it. Yeah, the Paul Bear figures we got before were really cool, but they never really fully captured his rotundness. I, I think I'm grabbing both these, man. As, as if the if the final figure hits and he actually's got this like wider base like this, I think I'm adding both these to collection. How about you guys? Oh, hundred percent, I'm adding these to my collection, dude. The yeah, I think the the facial expression on the blue suit one is outstanding. I mean, they literally captured his face perfectly. Yeah, I believe that's based on uh, from the night Kane won the championship, too, yeah. from uh, Steve Austin at King of the Ring 98. So very cool. Uh, and he comes with that big supersized urn that he was carried around for a little bit. I think that's a nice touch. I remember seeing that as a kid, like, why the hell does he have this gigantic like trash can sized urn with him? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Going up, we got Sami Zayn and uh, Alpha Academy. What's you guys uh, thoughts on these? Surprised it's taken us this long to get Alpha Academy. Which still is you now, yeah, but they look like it looks like a good set, you know. Definitely need a good Chad Gable in there. So, yeah, these guys have been putting in work week in week out. Whatever creative gives them, they go out and make the most of their screen time. Um, 
I got I got some beef with this Sammy, man. It's a great looking Sammy Zayn figure, but are we really skipping over Bloodline Sammy? Like we like the it. last Sammy we got was the the you know when he was feuding with Johnny Knoxville with the Jackass inspired gear. This looks like it's it's the taped over Sammy Uso gear. Like how are they not going to give us a Bloodline Sammy? That's a pretty big gap in our collection if they don't give us one for people who like to display by the way things happened. I mean, I would love a Bloodline Sammy. It's such a major part of the history of the Bloodline. Yes, man. That that entrance at Survivor Series last year for War Games when they were, you know, the full Bloodline was together and in unity. You know, they were like freaking Megazord from, from Power Rangers. Like, dude, we got to get that in figure form, man. We're getting the Usos with those Ultimate Editions. We got Solo. Got Roman and Paul. We just need Sammy. I mean, you can kind of slap one together with some, you getting like some aftermarket t-shirts and stuff, but I'm hoping maybe it's going to be like a ringside exclusive or something that gets unveiled down the line. That's going to be a, some big beef with me if we really don't get a bloodline Sammy. I mean, actually, it's the perfect time to give us an ultimate edition Sammy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that could work. You could totally give us an ultimate edition bloodline Sammy. I, it would be great if Mattel could find a way to incorporate the technology that AEW is using to do like two different sets of tights with the ultimates, man. Because then you could really, really crank out like the true ultimate version of some of these guys like that yeah because i'm i'm out on this sammy zane i don't i don't need that one at all but the alpha academy is fantastic we, we've needed a new otis for a while so i'm happy we're getting it when is the last yeah. time otis had a figure i can't when even remember tucky, he had when him and tucky he, got one he had a solo one shortly after that with they came with the uh, money in the bank lunchbox and oh, the little yeah. white belly shirt yeah so he had yeah but but that was within like those two came out within like four or five sets of each other and then I think it's maybe like elite 82 83 wow. since we've gotten a uh an otis and even longer than that for chad gable i think chad gable's last elite was it was him and jason jordan in the matching um in the matching usa gear from like elite 60 maybe elite 60 actually 60 even wow. so it's been a while for him which i love chad gable man i think he's one of the most criminally underused guys on the roster dude could have totally been like a lightweight version of kurt angle if they would have used him like that 100 100 percent yeah He's really awesome, man. What so speak? You know, we talked about how much we were missing a bloodline Sami Zayn, man. Do you guys think we need a Shorty G Chad Gable elite? Absolutely we never got that not. either. No. Uh, let me think. No. <laughs> Let's just pretend All that right. never happened. Moving on up, we got some uh, some NXT. We got Roxanne Perez, uh, Cora Jade, and Grayson Waller. I love that Chase Grayson Waller with the the white with like the the pink flames like design on there. That's clean, dude. That 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 figure looks amazing. Hey. Yeah, that's gonna be a nice figure. The other ones are, eh, whatever, dude. They're they're cool, man. A lot of the NXT women's wrestlers right now are kind of they're putting on great matches, but nobody's really sticking out to me. Like they all, I'm not sure I could I could identify all of them in a lineup right now. I mean, I don't watch NXT, but I always seem like I knew the women wrestlers there from here, and I don't hear anybody anymore. I don't know any names of the women down there right now. Yeah, yeah, nobody's sticking out. They got a, they got a good they got a solid group of like competent like women's wrestlers, but nobody that's like jumping off the screen like yeah, this is gonna be a superstar. I mean, I think um, both of the women's figures look decent. Like the NXT, yeah, they look cool. The NXT women's title looks clean. Like that's the first time I've said that for, about a title belt and then a figure in a while. So yeah, I mean uh, they look good. I mean they're both first time in the line, so I'll get them. Hopefully they do a better job on it than they did with Braun Breaker's NXT belt. Did either one of you guys get Braun Breaker's new elite yet? Not no, yet. Not yet. So he came with the, he came with the new NXT championship, and it's basically the same belt except with the black strap. 
but it, it was legit. It was like the regular NXT belt, and there was maybe like three or four little color hits on it. It did <sighs> not come close to do like. And I'll admit, doing that like holographic print would be really tough, but it was like they barely even tried, man. Damn. All right, going on up, we got some grayscale renders. New Bailey, LA Knight's first elite, uh, another Damian Priest, and uh, Jordan's favorite wrestler, Omos. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait to get that. I'm kind of like, I, I'm looking forward to LA Knight's first one. The rest of these, this is going to depend on. I, I can't see adding another Omos to the collection. Probably don't need another Bailey. Um, that Damian, Damian Priest, Priest should be the Puerto Rico Damian Priest, though, right? I don't know. That was pretty recent, dude. Do you think they could turn it around? I was thinking it's probably just like a true like Judgment Day one. Maybe. With, like the black and purple. Yeah, maybe. Didn't we already get <laughs> a right. black and purple Damian Priest, though? There was a purple and silver one. His okay. first one was you could totally you could totally use his first one as like a Judgment Day figure, but it okay. wasn't. It was before he joined the Judgment Day. Right. I mean, uh, we got Dusty Rhodes. Go ahead and talk. I was gonna say we haven't gotten a really great heel Bailey, so I'm excited to see what this one looks like. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be the Damage Control Bailey. You know, hopefully they got her wagon accurate. Dude. That's one thing that AEW their figures definitely smoke the WWE <laughs> figures. Those things are all freaking. <laughs> They got a freaking trailer hitch on the back, man. <laughs> we could shout out Ray from Jazzrest for designing those little asses on the figures. <laughs> Ain't nothing little about them. There's some big old booties. <laughs> like a wagon Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. All right, going on up. Very exciting figure. This one's so easy. I'm surprised it even took them this long to get it out. Dusty, the Dusty Rhodes inspired Seth Rollins, man. Awesome, awesome figure. Dude, this, this is, is amazing. Killer. I'm so excited to get this. You put this with the Cody from the Defining Moments. What a great set. Yeah, I feel like they could put this Seth in uh, in uh, the next Defining Moments set if they wanted to. I think he's going to be a regular elite, or actually top picks, but he could totally be a Defining Moments with that. They got the the five stars from Uncle Dave off that that classic Hell in a Cell match. So very cool. We're getting that one. All right, something I'm real excited for. I was already I was already hyped to find out we we're going to be getting Terry Gordy, but then we saw that it was actually going to be a two and one Terry Gordy with the extra executioner head scan and the the big freaking. Grim Reaper axe or whatever. Oh, yes, this is this is awesome. This is exactly what we look for on San Diego Comic Con week. Yes, dude, this kind of stuff I love. We didn't get the full deets on this man. I'm hoping that he comes with, uh, you know, like a soft goods robe to go over him to be the the executioner, dude. I don't. I, I, I got. I'm good. I'm definitely gonna make a, a full on executioner figure out of this if they don't give us the parts to do it. Yeah, it, this is awesome. This is, like I said, this is the kind of stuff that we want to get on these weekends when they do reveals. I mean, dude, we need more figures of people that we haven't got from the past. I mean, there's plenty of guys they can pump out. We don't need a Cody or a Cena or a Rock in every single line. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I love the quirky stuff like this. How about you, Tom? Oh. You, you more hype up for uh, Bam Bam, Terry Gordy, or the Executioner? I'll take both. Are you kidding? We don't have either. I'm 100% yeah. all in on, on getting Terry Gordy to help put him next to my Michael Hayes. And then to get an Executioner on top of it, I love when they do this stuff with the two-in-one figures. It's like, yes, it's such a simple layup. Like, here you go. Here's an extra head, an extra accessory. Here you go. Perfect. I'm all in. Yeah, I've... Uh... I'm definitely get, getting both of these, man. Hopefully, this means we're getting a jumpy Jimmy, jumping Jimmy Garvin Easy down the for line you too. To say. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, I'm thinking. I'm already piecing in my mind. If they don't give us all the stuff to make a true executioner, I think you could take that cloth singlet that came with the uh, that masked Andre the Giant from like Elite sixty. That uh, you know what I'm talking about. He had the yeah. came with the masked head sculpt and the cloth singlet. Yep. That should probably be able to work for the uh, for the executioner. Uh, 
like jumper or not nah, shoot that was only one shoulder strap so i don't know oh, i'm gonna yeah. have to get creative i might have to get like eminem figure clothing or something to custom make some stuff but i just remember that jack's buried alive set uh from when i was a kid it came with mankind paul bear undertaker and the executioner and just being so hyped to get it man even though the executioner i think had like three maybe four matches on television in wwf i I just always remembered that figure. And so I'm really excited to get like a actual premium version of it in my collection. Agreed. All right. Then we got not one, but two Chelsea greens, man. What did Matt do to get her to be the chase? That's what I want to know. Uh, cool figure about time. We get an elite of her. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the pink and orange one, man. I don't know. I'm not sure which one's going to be the chase, which one's the standard. I think I'm going to grab that pink and orange one though, to go into the collection. Yeah, I agree. If I, I'm only going to get one, too, and it would probably be the pink and orange. Yeah. All right, we got the next Amazon Fan Takeover Ultimate Edition, the Rey Mysterio from his SmackDown debut. This is a total yawn for me. I'm agreeing with you there. I, I don't need another Rey Mysterio figure ever. Dude, yeah, I, I, think- I hate that they keep doing... Hold on. Before we say we don't need another Rey figure, there's one coming up that we definitely did need. But this, dude, these fan takeover ones, I swear to God, they rig these votes to to make what they want to make. There is no way out of all the options. I don't remember what they were, but this is not the option everybody picked. There's just no way. <laughs> it's because they let all the normies pick, man. They should only do them on the WrestleFigs forums, man. Or like on like Ringside Collectibles IG story or put it on Mattel Creations, man. They put it on those polls on WWE.com. So I told you we're going to get Shield Seth, man. Yeah, you know, I think they rigged the pictures too because I remember that for the Seth, I think it was day one uh, with that crazy like blue and green gear. Um, it was the Elton John orange gear from Clash of the Castle and the Shield gear. And I remember when me and Jordan were first looking at it back when they unveiled that pole. the The picture with the Elton John gear and the picture from day one, he looks so weak. And then the Shield picture, just they, he looked like a fucking badass man. Like the pictures they chose, like if you were just like happen to stumble upon that on WWE.com, you're not even thinking about it. You're picking Shield Seth all day long. Yeah. yeah, and you get people who don't collect there. They don't know what we need. They're just going by pictures, yeah. like you said. Bring it over to Ringside or Mattel Creations, somewhere where it's just a wrestling fan base, wrestling figure fan base, not wrestling fans. Well, that was like the the Warrior one. Remember, they picked WrestleMania six when we've gotten that figure nineteen different times across all the lines. I mean, it ended up being a cool figure, but just give us something different. Same thing with the Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania three. Yeah, yeah, dude, just I just uh, I don't not get it. Great. All right, so this Here's next set. Here's something we do get, though. Here's Ugh. something All we three do of these, get. Dude, I think this is going to end up being, this could end up being the best Ultimate Edition series we've ever had. So we're getting Bray Wyatt from the Pitch Black match, which say what you want about the creative that's and everything. True. That's going to be an incredible figure. We got Asuka Ultimate Edition from her Royal Rumble uh, return. And then we got Roman Ultimate with the new red boots uh, and, and coming with both belts, man. I, I think all three of these are absolute day one pre-order must-haves. So is it confirmed that uh, Ultimate Editions are now going to have three in a set every time? Yep. Yep, starting with Ultimate Edition 19. That's awesome. So, I mean, I'm sure Oscar's going to come with a robe, but if she doesn't, you could use the robe from the Seth Rollins Ultimate on her? Yeah, they said she's come with the robe. Okay. That's why they put the, the reference the photo next to her. Yep. Yeah, man, it's a great set. I mean, honestly, the only things I pre-order every time without question anymore are the Ultimate Editions. I don't want to, like, I hate being at home when I don't order them and I see people getting them. So and as soon as Ringside puts up the pre-orders, I'm ordering Ultimate Editions. I love them. They're my favorite figures now. And do I need the Mountain Dew Pitch Black Match Bray? No, but I'm going to get it. 
I think you do. I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping that it'd be cool if he's just works under blacklight. That would be incredible if he actually like glows in the dark, man. Oh I, I, you know, I feel like they got to, man. I feel like it's going to be such a letdown if it doesn't. But either way, dude, super, super cool figure. And it's Bray Wyatt's first figure in like three years. Dude, I, I had hated that match just like everybody else. But when they, they announced that... And with the other head scans and stuff, I think this figure is like one of the best figures they revealed all weekend, honestly. It's just, I mean, it's so toyetic. Yeah, the match sucked, but it's awesome that we're getting this. Dude, I think that, I know it's hard to get too excited about a Roman Reigns figure at this point, but I think this new Roman looks great too, man. He's got the all red boots that he started rocking about eight months ago, and it looks like he's going to have the the updated, more like heavy set torso, not that like super ripped, like Finn Balor like torso that he had on his first Ultimate. And the hoo head. <laughs> not sure how that's going to work, but all right. <laughs> the way it's pictured in that picture, it looks like he had like a sunburn on his back and somebody like scratched down his back or something. Dude. <laughs> That's exactly what I was like. You know that feeling? Ah! <laughs> uh, uh. All right, let's get some retro love, man. A big fan of this. We're getting the DX pack. Oh, That's man. cool. It goes right with our NWL pack. Um, um, we're getting Billy Gunn. I love that they still have the license to do Yeah, how the this. heck are we getting Billy Gunn? How was how that a thing? He's been in AEW since like day one. Apparently, he still has a merch contract with wwe so well they still have you got to remember dude dx is trademarked so everybody that's in dx they can still make the dx figs yeah yeah these look great man road dog and billy gun look awesome you know china's not the most toyetic in the all black but she looks really really cool and yeah triple h is fine also i think that i'll probably i'll probably flip that triple h man just to uh uh, just to kind of recoup some of the cost on this set and roll with that purple SummerSlam 98 Triple H we got from the original run of the retros. Yeah, it's fair. But yeah, really good set. All right, up next we got what I think is in the mix. It, to me, probably my least favorite Ultimate Edition they've dropped, Ultimate Edition Randy Orton. We got some some we MOC new photos. Couple. Yeah, we uh-huh. can scroll yeah, these next the pre-orders and stuff. Where are you at on the Ultimate Edition Randy, Tom? I mean... Since he has not hit yet. It looks good in the pictures. I haven't gotten it yet. I'll take an Ultimate Randy. I don't mind it. All right. We got our next retro set. These are look like they're going to be hitting soon. We got MOC shots of these. In love with this set, man. Jerry the King Lawler, Vader, Undertaker with the Phantom Mask, and Paul Bear. Like, this set is just absolutely freaking chef's kiss primo. Yeah. I agree. Paul Bear. Look at that Paul Bear figure, man. That's amazing. The, dude, the retro line is killing it. They, they are absolutely just crushing it on this line. I have not been disappointed with any of the announcements that they've done since they rebooted the retro line. Keep it rolling. Yeah, they definitely, when they went back to the drawing board on it, they came up with a solid concept. Just doing these four-in-ones, because you know people are going to get them that way. You can get the, you can kind of make the characters that the collectors want that maybe wouldn't do as good sitting on the pegs on the store shelves. Like, these are amazing. My biggest one with the retros right now, give us another ring, man. Like, I, I think... I think people are ready to snap up another ring. Maybe like an Attitude Era one. How cool would that be? Like the same, use the same mold he had last time, but just give us it in black and red. That's yeah. awesome idea. Package it with some figures. Yeah, that's there it. There you go. Give us a uh, maybe like a, a retro Steve Austin in like the Austin three sixteen shirt and the jorts. Dude, I, I scrolled over to look at the Paul Bearer figure. Man, this might be the best retro figure, dude. This thing it's looks good. amazing. Yeah, he does look awesome. I remember uh, it gives me some nostalgia blast. I remember getting like the Bendy Paul Bearer as a kid. And that was like the first time I had Paul Bearer in my my fig fan because I just mixed my Bendy's and my Hasbro's together. Um, the Vader looks awesome, too, man. I really love that Vader. Yeah, that's gonna that's definitely in the running for the best set of retros ever. Uh, I yeah, agree. 
All right. Then we got some shots, some MOC shots of the new legends. Uh, Tom, you, you the most qualified to give us the review on this one, man. What do you think of this new Bruno? <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically a remake of the original Bruno, but uh, I have that one still mint on card. So I'm game for picking this one up to take him out and let him breathe and display him on my collection. I love it. I absolutely love it. See, I... I, I got that Bruno loose. I never got this little Hall of Fame podium, man. I feel like I could do some fun photography stuff with that podium, so I may grab it. I, I really like the OG Bruno in the blue tights, man. I feel like Bruno in the blue hits a little bit better than the Bruno in the green. He is yeah. a brick shit house. This figure is a brick shit house too. Like when you're the just... figure Mattel's ever dropped too. Look at those, look at that forearm here. That's fucking beautiful. Do you have the original Bruno, Jordan? I do have the original one. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so I think I'm adding this one just for the Hall of Fame podium, though. It's killer. I'm I'm getting it too. All right, definitely upgrading this one, man. the The '96, or excuse me, the '97 Heart Foundation Bulldog. I got the original Legends one. The legs are like basically fused together. Like every time I touch it, I'm afraid I'm gonna snap <laughs> one of the legs off. Yeah, this is a must buy as well. This looks great. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um, Terry Funk. I, I don't think I'm getting this Terry Funk, man. I, th- th- this Funk doesn't look like that much of an upgrade from the Elite 41. No, yeah. I have the Elite 41 loose, and uh, I don't feel the need to to upgrade this one for any reason. It, it doesn't even doesn't look like this one even's got the True FX uh, like face paint. This looks like the exact same like. Yeah, it says True FX on the box, but that face looks the exact same as the one from Elite 41. Yeah, it really does. Looking at not- the eyebrows and the beard, the goatee. Now the new honky tonk man looks different, man. That uh, I may it may just be in my mind because that figure's been toted up for a while. But I feel like this honky tonk man looks a lot different from the last honky we got, like the face scan and stuff. It looks this looks good. I still wish they'd give us that belt. Remember how honky always had that big like cummerbund thing around yeah. the jumpsuit? They've never given us that. That's a great point. I never thought of that, Seth. Holy smokes, I would love that. Yeah, cool figure though. And then USA Warrior. I don't think I'm upgrading with this one either, man. This is uh, Legends Greatest Hits. I think I'm going to grab the Honky, the Bulldog, and the Bruno. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. I mean, I'm buying Warrior just because I buy every Warrior figure they release. So, all right, where are you guys at with the next Coliseum collection set? George Animal still and Roddy Piper. Oh hell yeah! You know, if it's Piper, I'm all in. Um, <laughs> And if it's the Coliseum collection, I'm all in. These these look amazing. It comes with the extra turnbuckle that's ripped for Georgia Animal Steel. I love it. I absolutely love this set. We're getting a little mind doll. Yes, please. Okay, I'm going to voice some concern for this set. I'm not going to lie to you. We've known about this, these two being the next set for five months. And we didn't get a new... Rev- oh, we got the, the Heart Foundation, but dude... I think this one's just going to sit on Mattel Creations just like the last one did. I, I have a bad feeling about this collection moving forward. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like the sales haven't been great on these. But Piper is one of their top sellers, so yeah, which but is you, why he's obviously gotta... paired with Georgie Animal Steel. And it's to me, these are the best Piper skins we've seen from him for a wrestling figure. I mean, Piper does look good, man. Dude, Jake the Snake and Rick Rude sat though, like. That's a pretty damn good set of wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, but the Hogan and Funk one is still up for order too, so that's not even going. It's not. Yeah, it's not good. Saying, that's these... what I mean. It's not good. But I, the, I love these figures, and I'm definitely buying them. I mean, they're incredible. According to Ozer, the sales are really good for all of them, and he says there's no issues. So oh, that's good. I'll take okay. his word for it. Hopefully, he's right. Yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> I like them. This isn't my favorite set. I don't think these are. I don't think either one of these are dramatic upgrades from the 
the George Animal Steel and Piper we already got, man. I was really hoping for Ultimate Edition articulation on the mine. Mine's got the same articulation that uh, he had when they dropped him back for the Legend set. You know what I mean? We can't get like butterfly joints on mine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I this Piper figure just is is worlds better than any other Piper figure we have. It is good. Pictures. So I basically like jizzed mm-hmm. off the WCW Ultimate Edition Piper that they showed on preview night. So I think seeing some new shots of this the next day, it just it couldn't get the blood <laughs> pressure pumping like it did before. Like I, you know, you can go back. I know Piper's your favorite, dude. Like me and Jordan were just fawning over that WCW Piper that's dropping. Dude, what were your thoughts on it, Tom? It looks amazing. I can't. Yeah, it looks like you could just like too. shrunk down 97 Piper and put him in a box. Dude. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm excited for it. I'm absolutely, you know, give me all the Pipers. I'll buy every Piper figure. Okay. All right. And then we got the follow-up Coliseum collection set after this. You know, I'm surprisingly lukewarm on these, the Heart Foundation. Oops. They're just they're plain Jane, man. They're very, very close to the Elite 43 ones that we got back in 2016. Obviously, they got the new articulation, these Brett head sculpts or whatever. I think the biggest selling point for me on these is they're getting the LJN style tag team championship belts. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I'll take ultimate edition heart foundation. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, good. I mean, they're this. cool. In my mind, I always thought that they would, because they're Ultimate Editions, even if it wasn't necessarily like 100% like ac- error accurate to the LJNs, I thought maybe they'd give us the Heart Foundation with those jackets they wore at SummerSlam 90 against Demolition. Yeah. I thought maybe give us that version of Heart Foundation. But these, this is like the true like 1987 Heart Foundation right here. Like not a lot of frills, just, you know, pink and black and sunglasses. I mean, I'm I'm definitely buying it. I get what you're saying, but dude, getting Heart Foundation in the Coliseum collection is huge. This will yeah, don't really get me wrong. Well. I, yeah, I'm I'm buying these the second they go online too. But in my mind, I it was it, the Heart Foundation Coliseum collection figures were going to be a much bigger deal. Yeah, and it even, definitely didn't have the gusto I was hoping for. I agree with you there. But I, I mean, even the regular tag team titles from back in the day, they look amazing in these pictures. I hope they come as out as clear as these pictures are of them. <laughs> oh yeah yeah definitely they uh you talking about the the classic tag team yeah, titles yeah yeah these look I, I see i got some forbidden figurine sets so these ones are probably just going straight to my like fodder bin brett will probably be using these in his fig fed yeah i, I do like the ljn style ones though i think i'm gonna pose these guys with those ljn style belts like the kind of plain jane looking ones i love it yep all right, we had, uh, we'll quickly run through these uh, updated shot of the Legends figures we saw from the night before. Ha- Tom, how about that Jimmy Hart, man? We That's another one that we were just freaking slurping on on, uh, on Thursday night, I man. Heard, that's what I, I think that's in the mix for figure of the year. I heard people saying another Jimmy Hart, and I'm like, what are you talking about? This figure is amazing. This is the Jimmy Hart figure we need. Like, yeah, incredible. It's, that's 10 out of yeah, 10. Beautiful. All right, we will jump to the... Uh, the new legends that were revealed legends 22 we got ichiban hulk hogan who's going to be the chase man i love this figure that's great this is great i can't believe we're getting this figure i never thought we'd get this from mattel i'm all in on it look how much harry has holy smokes that's oh yeah we're, get, we're getting so many hogan's but dude damn near all of them are hitting man like I, I i feel like i need just about every one of them that they showed i agree then we got the sultan i'm in love with this dude even though sultan was a short-lived gimmick that's another one that i was a huge fan of his jacks bca figure in you know, he, he's so cool because we know he was he was also Rikishi, man, and, and you know, Fatu, like this dude's wrestling royalty. And now we're getting the kind of the last gimmick of his that we never had. Only thing we need now is making a difference, Fatu. Dude, yeah. this, this was reveal of the weekend for me. I was so fucking jacked and you get this. Dude, the, the characters from the new je- generation era, the ones that you never thought you'd get when they actually reveal one, it's like mind-blowing. And the Sultan was definitely one that was never on my radar that we were going to get. 
It was just such a toyetic error, man. You know what I really need now? Like, if they don't give it to us, I think I may just get some parts and make a custom. We need Bob Backlund in the suit. Because remember, he had Bob Backlund as his manager. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you can make a Bob Backlund. With, just take his head off that uh, collector's Yeah, that's edition. what I'm saying. Yeah. That collector's edition, that figure's not cheap, though, man. That'd be a little expensive custom. So I may wait, man. Has it, it gone up in value? Yeah. Uh, I mean, last time I, I last time I was checking, I think he was going for, like, you know, 40-something, man, okay. at MOC. So, I mean, it ain't cheap. But... I don't know. We'll see. Then we got, you know, Tom knows this. He's been my most wanted figure for a long time. Knew it was coming. I'm so happy to get it, man. A Captain Lou Albano elite figure. He's come with a breakable record. I think I'm going to get one of the custom shirt makers to make that classic Lou Albano t-shirt. He always wore with like the caricature of himself on it to, to go underneath that vest. It's going to be beautiful. Like I just, I love Captain Lou, man. I'm so happy to see this figure coming out. I'm all in with you. You know that. I mean, we've texted about it. Lou Albano was my number one most wanted figure, too, until we saw the superstars. I don't even know who I want as as much as I wanted this figure. I'm so glad we're getting this figure. It looks great. It's exactly Lou Albano as we need him. It's coming with the broken record, the gold record again. But, yeah, man, oh, this, this looks incredible. And, and, again, if you're going to order that shirt, order two because I would love one for that, too. Yeah, I, I'll still die on the hill, man. If they would have took my idea and made Captain Lou and Cindy Lauper the Ultimate Edition San Diego Comic-Con exclusive this year, I think it would have sold out much faster. I don't think it would have sat nearly as much as that Muhammad Ali did. A hundred percent. And Mike was Mike Belcaster from Fig Night. He was hoping they would do a Super Mario Lou Albano this year. That With, would be cool, too. Yeah. Like, do a two-in-one instead of being like Ali as the boxer exactly. and the ref. Do we have Albano as the manager and Super Mario? It'd be the perfect <clears throat> time for it, man. Exactly, man. Mario's an all-time great. high. Series 22 of the Legends definitely has potential to be the best one ever released. Yeah, it really, really does, man. It's going to be incredible. Um, All right. We got a nice inbox look at the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon Amazon exclusive two pack. Dude, it's just beautiful, man. WrestleMania 10's probably my favorite pay-per-view ever. Uh, The packaging is just freaking nostalgia blast dude it's a shame that scott hall is no longer with us because this would be absolutely incredible to get autographed man like i'm thinking like that back picture with sean flying off the ladder on him like how just amazing would that be in some nice paint pen that would be amazing yeah this might be one of like the the best inbox um like art and everything like that i've ever seen for figures this is absolutely incredible yeah, they Mattel's just killing it on the packaging, man, on these special editions. It's beautiful. Did you did you order this, Tom? I did. And but Jordan, what do you think? There's no plastic actually showing the figures inside? There's no flaps? I mean Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I get it. Like me and Seth talked the other night about the new elite packaging. Like, I get it. They're trying to um remove as much plastic from the box as they can, but yeah, dude, it kind of sucks for being MOC because I mean, you'll never see the figures, so no, really I mean, it's a sucks. beautiful packaging, but yeah, you're, you're not. You could be empty for all we know, and it's sitting on your shelf. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I gave Jordan. My, uh, we went half and half on the Kane Ultimate Edition ring, and uh, and Kane, uh, you know, he's in that cardboard box like that. Jordan still doesn't know if that Kane figure is actually in there or not. <laughs> yeah, real funny. all right we got the maya via three pack man we got another rocky johnson looks like he's basically a repaint of that one we got in uh 2020 another first time in the line elite high chief peter maya via that is a really cool figure it is it's what's gonna make me buy the set i need the peter maya via picture and then we got the rock from when he was eating beefaroni on the boat on the chef boy rd commercial (laughs) with the uh 
the 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 Dockers khaki shorts and is he's gonna come with the Hawaiian shirt. We we see an actual shot of this figure later on. I got a hot take, man. I think this set would have hit a lot harder. I think they should have took the rock from this set and the rock from that new four pack and swapped them. I think we should have got like debut Rocky Maya V in this set and give us give us Chef Boy R D rock in that uh that four pack with with Hogan and Austin and Becky. What do you guys think? I, I think you're spot on with that. I think it would have made a lot more sense to do it that way. I don't like yeah, this rock figure at all, honestly, man. I just this does nothing for me. I I agree. It doesn't really do nothing for me. I I think it's fine as a figure, but I just feel like that debut Rocky Maivia would have fit in a lot better because I mean that's where he got his name, dude. That the whole reason yeah. he got the name, he took his dad's name and his grandpa's name and combined them. And you know when he had that look, that's when his dad actually came out and helped him at WrestleMania 13 against yeah. Sultan. Coincidentally enough, I just I feel like the set would have been a lot more uh, like cohesive. But eh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm sure Mattel crushed the numbers and. Figured it would sell better if they threw in a modern era rock or a, a more like attitude era rock, I guess, with the the two old guys. Uh, we got the Hulk rules, the, the Evolution Hulk Hogan three pack. I'm grabbing this day one. Yeah, about y'all, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, these all look great, man. Again, you know, the, the, we, me and Jordan were joking that you remember Captain Crunch, uh, Oops All Berries. Yeah, Tom? yeah. This was San Diego Comic Con. Oops, all Hogan's. <laughs> Listen, it, it's I just don't you look at this and wish they were Ultimate Editions, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm on the record, dude. I like Ultimate Editions because you tend to get the most detailed gear and the cool accessories. I I like the look of Elite figures better than Ultimate Editions. I feel like so, a lot of the torsos on Ultimate Editions just look kind of weird. So I don't mind them being Elites if they're loaded down with accessories like this. Yeah, I don't even know if I open this when I get it. It looks so nice in the packaging. Yeah, it does look really, really cool. This would be another great autograph piece, but, you know, Hogan autographs are pretty high. Yeah. All right, we got Yokozuna Ultimate Edition. These are really, really cool, man. I'll probably grab them for the updated scans. One thing that's kind of weird, like the way Yokozuna figures are already built, they're already basically like Ultimate Editions, just minus the butterfly shoulders. They have like, because that's he's so big, that's how they've always done his torso anyways. Dude, and what it- do you want? Do you want the regular <laughs> or the chase here? Uh, you got to get both. I'm probably going with the, ch- I mean, probably both, but definitely the chase. I mean, I have the elite 15 Yokozuna, which is basically the, the regular one. The chase is a totally new colorway, but I'll probably get both just cause I love Yokozuna. He's one of my all time favorites. Dude, we really need Mr. Fuji now. He might be my next, yes. uh, next must have after Lou Albano. Yeah. With captain Lou going, finally getting checked off. Yeah. I think Mr. Fuji is our most needed right now. We need both, man. We need him as, you know, Yokozuna's manager. You could do a two in one. You could have him come with the Japanese flag and the USA flag from when they had that baby face run right yeah. before Yoko left the company. And then obviously we need the, the devious one from, you know, managing the, the powers of pain and the, and demolition back in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We got some more detailed shots of that SummerSlam 91 warrior figure. Me and Jordan already went nuts on it. Tom, I'm assuming you're all in on this warrior oh, yeah. figure. 100%. Yeah, it's great. All right, now we got the four-pack, man. So this is interesting. So we'll, we'll discuss this in two parts. First off, uh, you know, what do you guys think about Becky being a part of this set? I feel like it should have been Cena. Wow. Cena. Uh, I, 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 I said Roman on, the, on part one of this. I just thought Roman made so much sense to be in this set. But, dude... Now that you just said Cena, that would have made perfect sense too. Yeah, I mean you could have actually Cena or a rock Roman. with Roman if you wanted to, but I just don't understand I, Becky being in this at all. It's a cool Becky figure, but it makes no sense at all. Yeah, I'm not shitting on the Becky figure because it does look cool. It just looks out of place. Like, yeah, I think it's objectively the best figure in the set, but yeah, it's just totally out of place with the rest of these, man. 
Um, cool set though. What do you guys think about this thing already freaking hitting the pegs on target? How wild is that? Dude, That's I'm going insane. hunting tomorrow for it. So here's the crazy thing though. If you look at those, they had some MOC shots of it. It was in, you know, this then now forever together packaging, but the ones that are showing up at target right now are in WWE 60th anniversary package. Hmm. Yeah, it's, this yeah, is it's, so weird. It is weird, man. It's a diff- it's different boxes that are hitting now from uh from what was shown at Comic-Con. So I don't know if maybe we're getting two waves like, you know, luckily our good friend Zach Hertz already scored a second set and he's it's on the way to to Oakland, Tennessee now. I may I, I may hold that in the box for a little bit, man, and see if this may end up being like, you know, a couple early box variants that scored it out and maybe the cuz they had cuz Steve Ozer Action Figure Tech had announced that these were going to go up for pre-order um I think at the end of August, like going up for pre-order in August. So I don't, I'm thinking like these 60th anniversary sets may have been like something that they pivoted on. Maybe they changed it to then now forever. And just some of the sets already came out. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. I don't think we've ever seen something revealed and then hitting shelves that quickly though. Right. I, no. I mean, I can't remember it other than the fact they tried to do that with the survivor series set that year where they got, yeah. yeah. but man, I'm glad you said that. Cause I was going to buy this. I really wanted to open this Hogan and have it with that belt. But like if I find it tomorrow, you're right. Maybe just keep it mint on card for a while and see if it's re-released in other packaging because who knows what we're getting here. Like we don't know. It's fun if that if that's actually the case. Yeah, I can't have another Captain J Strongbow on my on my conscience where I sell a, <laughs> a three thousand dollars figure or Chief excuse me Chief J Strongbow <laughs> situation where I uh, where I I sell another you know three thousand dollar figure for freaking one hundred and twenty bucks. Man, can't happen. Oh man. All right, we got some superstars reveal. This Doink superstars with the jacket, incredible couple of different Andres is that so I couldn't I didn't see on the panel is that a two in one with like a different head sculpt or is uh or what's the deal with that Andre pretty sure it's a two in one from what I've seen okay. in the pictures uh, I don't know if it's just swappable heads or it's actually got the hair to place over the other hair but did I only have one body to use on these superstars it's like the Mick Foley when you take off the shirt and he's jacked under there well, yeah, that's I think that's the gimmick, you know, because that's how all the He-Man figures were. Yeah, so I, I think so. I don't think that's it's not a bug. It's a feature. You know? I guess so. I got chastised by I can't remember who it was. Some I, I got I, I can recite that off the top of my head because I got lectured because I was complaining on the Motu line that um, China had the same body as Stephanie McMahon and Becky. I thought China should have been like, you know, muscled up. I was annoyed by that. And somebody broke it down to me that, you know, no, it's being true to the the original line. So I was like, all right, okay. whatever. Break it down. The bulldog looks great, man. I'm assuming that bulldog's coming with a uh, with a cape. Yeah, but yeah, uh, bulldog that bulldog looks really good. Dude, and then look at that, more Hogan's, more Hogan's for sure. I think it's a cool looking Hogan too. And then we got Kane, the big red machine. He's gonna come with that cape, just same as the um, uh, the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, great. It looks great. All right, while we take a look, another look at that Rey Mysterio Ultimate Edition figure, we will hit this week's beverage break. All right, it's time for the weekly beverage break where we tell you guys what we are sipping on while we pod. Uh, Jordan, you can go first, man. I'm just keeping it simple tonight, just a bush light, nothing too heavy. Like I said, uh, was a lot of drinking this weekend, so I wasn't going heavy tonight. <laughs> I just finished up a, uh, I just finished up a bush light, and now I am popping 
a Hazer Tag Hazy IPA. This is by Odell Brewing Company out of Boulder, Colorado. Shout out to Big Van Vader. It was a long day, man. We had flag football practice tonight. For those that have been listening, uh, I'm coaching my son's five and six year olds flag football uh, team, and these practices are freaking exhausting, dude. Like it's just, it just sucks the life force right out of you trying to get these kids to that young to to pay attention to run drills and run plays and stuff. So definitely need a little bit something stronger to uh, knock the edge off after I got that that bush light in my system. Uh, Tom, what are you drinking, man? I am sipping on a major wrestling figure IPA. Those were pretty good, huh? Yeah, I mean, much better than I thought they would be. Yeah, World Wrestling Flashbacks. I uh, reached out to Sheena and hooked up and got us a uh, set of those, man. Tom, I think Tom would grab us an extra set just in case. Uh, I really enjoyed those, man. I kind of just wanted them just because, you know, to support the major bros because I really love the the can art with all the, the wrestling figure inspired stuff on it. Um, but I was really impressed with that IPA, man. It was pretty good. So, Tom, I know you used to kind of turn your nose up at the craft beer. Are you like a full-fledged IPA guy now? No, I mean, I really don't like ipas but this one is not as strong as most ipas i feel so it's yeah. like the best what IPA you, i've had I, I mean what do you uh what do you typically like to drink tom water oh I, i'm not a big beer drinker but thanks to matt from the extra cooler show i went up oh, to god yeah i got it i went up to his place we went to a little uh brewery by his house and he did the fleet with me and it turns out uh he had narrowed it down i do like lagers a lot better than other beers so okay mm, interesting cool, man yeah all right, we will move on to the. We'll, we'll just skip past that Rey Mysterio fan take of Ultimate Edition. We already discussed it. We got grayscale renders of the Monday Night War Ultimate Edition figure. So the Wave Two, we know Wave One is going to be Bret Hart and that Roddy Piper. We already went on and on about Wave Two. We got Eddie Guerrero and Mankind. So the Eddie Guerrero is going to be very similar to the Hall of Fame figure that we got way back in the day uh, from his Halloween Havoc 97 match against Rey Mysterio. So that's going to be awesome. Hopefully we get that uh, Halloween Havoc 97 Rey at some point in the future too in Ultimate Edition. And Mankind is going to be... The, the grayscale shows him in a singlet, but he's actually going to have the 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 white dress shirt on. It's going to be from when he uh, first defeated The Rock for the championship back on Monday Night Raw, the famous night that Tony Schiavone said that's going to put butts in the seats. I mean, uh, I'm definitely picking up both of these. I must have. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get this Mankind figure. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Dude, yeah, these are gonna be awesome. Let's talk about how glorious Eddie's mullet looks in the in the renders. Like, dude, this figure is gonna be top notch. I, I yeah. saw there was people that were like, "Why do we need another Eddie Guerrero? We just got one." No, 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 not the same thing at all. This is ten times better than the one we just got. Yeah, and I like 90, 96, 97, 98 WCW Eddie Guerrero. That's my favorite version oh, of Eddie, yeah. man. Like that that Hall of Fame figure is still my favorite one. So I'm looking forward to upgrading it to to Ultimate Edition because that thing's almost eight years old at this point. Yeah. Wow. Um. All right. So then we got some more Monday Night Wars figures to run through. Here's the one Jordan want, want to talk about. I hate this figure, dude. I'm sorry. I hate what? this figure. Tell us why you want Rey Mysterio without the mask. Dude, I loved this Rey Mysterio. I just thought it like added another dimension to him. And he was so damn young at this time. I mean, this was like right around the time they were doing like all the, the rap music videos and stuff when he had his mask off. I don't know, man. This is just this Rey Mysterio just hits for me. I, I guess it's just a nostalgia thing for me. Dude, I just knew I knew so many douchebags in high school that would dress like this with the stupid ass coveralls and <laughs> would do shit like the suction cup horns to their heads. And to me, man, I don't think Eddie ever like, or Ray never looked like he was having fun. Ray mm. always looked like he was miserable doing this. Like 
Look at him in the picture there in the post, dude. Look at that face. That is not the face of a man who is excited and happy to be doing what he's doing. He looks like he would rather be in hell with his back broke than walking out in his pleather overalls. No limit soldiers. Yeah, with the freaking prodigy horn stuck to his head, man. Hey, man, if you look like that, you wouldn't want to not wear a mask in public either, right? (laughs) Yeah. Not a good looking individual. uh, (laughs) All right. This is so cool, man. That we, you know, we talked about this. We saw the grayscale version of it. The the debut WCW Kevin Nash. I'm all about this. It's so goofy, but I cannot wait to uh, to have this figure. I uh, love that you can change the hair out too. That that's awesome. Like the one head is bald, so you can put on the one with the hat or the one without the hat. I don't think we've seen that technology used since that Hornswoggle that came in the battle pack with El Torito. So you could do Hornswoggle with the hair and Hornswoggle bald. Yeah, wow, that's, that's this is amazing. That's incredible. Next figure is best figure ever made. <laughs> I love fake it. Fake Diesel, dude. We gotta get Fake Razor, man. We got to get this Fake is Razor. The, this dude. is the best figure ever made. When I saw that, I started dying laughing. Like, dude, really? We're getting Fake Diesel. That's we awesome, need dude. Fake I want. Razor. I I fucking love this figure, dude. I want him to go deeper, dude. Finish off Glenn Jacobs, dude. We need to get the Unabomber, and then we need to get the Christmas Creature, dude. Like, dude, I know they used to have Smoky Mountain on WWE Network, so they got the rights to that stuff, man. Give us, give us both, dude. We already got that. We're already this deep in the faces of Glenn Jacobs, but yeah, I love this, dude. I honestly like if. I'll give it a year. I'll wait till next San Diego Comic-Con, but if it's not out by then, I'm going to hit up the the Warsman. We talked about him last episode and get a head sculpt of fake razor and get Ivy to just, you know, paint it up and throw it on a Razor Ramon figure, man. Like, because we got to have fake. I, I It's so stupid, but I just remember being so into that angle as a kid, man, when <laughs> they were bringing back fake Diesel and fake Razor. I was just, I mean, I was glued to my TV screen that raw the night after In Your House Buried Alive when uh, Jim Ross was just swearing up and down that, you know, Razor, Ramon, and Diesel are going to be at, at raw at the end of the night. I remember that, too. I, I was like, what are they going to do? What? How are they going to be here? I just remember being glued to the TV and then these guys come out and it's like, what the hell? Fantastic. I love it. We need fake Razor. We need to complete that set, man. Yeah, uh, so cool. And then we got a red Triple H kind of just to throw in. And then we got the Build-A-Figure, Playa, 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 Teddy Long, referee. Going Love one-on-one it. with the Undertaker. You know, it's cool that we're getting this, dude. I feel like I remember Teddy Long being a ref a lot more in WCW when he had like the Jericho and stuff, man. I wish they would have given us like an old-school WCW referee, Teddy Long. He was a ref when he first came to WWE, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he re- he did ref in WWE, but I remember it, he stood out to me a lot more in yeah. uh, in WCW. All right, then we got the John Cone. We already discussed uh, some more shots of the renders from the WrestleMania set. Nicholas is going to come with a soft goods long sleeve WrestleMania tee that he was wearing in his um, glorious tag team championship victory from That's WrestleMania cool. 34. I think that was really all the reveals. Yeah, everything else see. is just repeats. Shots. Everything else is just renders, right? Yep, everything else so, is repeats. Oh, let's just no. Uh, we got to go to AEW figures. They did. You know, oh yeah, yeah. we did see some stuff for AEW. The CM Punk is the first one. Let me back out. All right, the so Supreme. we're going up to CM Punk. Yeah, the CM Punk Walmart Supreme. Eh, I don't like. I feel like they. I feel like CM Punk's had a lot more memorable gear than these. Um, Dude, it needed to have the white pants as one of the gears. I agree with that. 
So I just dropped a not insignificant amount of money to get a really, really beautiful custom of that from Ivy's custom figgy. So I am going to be pissed if they drop that white gear. I'm assuming that that was such a black eye that they're not going to touch that in figure form. I think they're just going to sweep that under the rug and pretend like brawl out never happened. I want you guys to look at something though, just because look how many likes are on that CM Punk post compared to everything else they announced this weekend, dude. Almost 10,000. Yeah, he does business. That's why as, as much as I don't like the guy, dude, I don't think anybody can criticize Tony Khan from a business standpoint for bringing him back. Like straight up, they need CM Punk, man. He does numbers like that. That's almost undeniable. Yeah, the head I scans mean, on this are solid, I think. I think all the head scans on this look really good. Yeah, it's a cool looking figure. I just I would have rather seen him in like some of his Bret Hart inspired gear or something yeah. else. But it's a really cool figure. These Walmart Supremes seem to be selling really well. So you guys know I'm out here in Oakland, Tennessee, Podunk Town, Georgia. Tell you, it's it's a two stoplight town, really small. Even us, our Walmart, they've gotten in the they got the the Cody Supreme and they got the Kenny Omega Supreme. Those things sold through in a day. Like I showed, I I would I'd see them on the pegs, and the next time I would go to Walmart, they were gone. So the Walmart Supremes are definitely popular with with collectors and casuals too i'm assuming because i can't imagine it's that many uh wrestling figure collectors out here in oakland dude the supreme figures to me are just this is what the ultimate edition line should look like dude the supreme figures are phenomenal they they are though this is the one thing that AEW does that i think is better than a lot of things that wwe does yeah, they crush it, dude. Like I said, the ones like the Kenny where you get two different sets of tights. I just think about like Shawn Michaels, dude. Like yeah. think about what they could do with like, if they had this, t- if if a if WWE could do this same style release for guys like Shawn Michaels, man, like that, you know, you could put like two sets of his tights in there with two different sets of entrance gear. Like it would just be incredible, man. Like, yeah, it's they're beautiful. Uh, looking at the Malachi that's going to be part of the Jazzwares vault, which it sounds like. They didn't give a ton of details. I already signed up for the mailing list, so I'll definitely keep yeah. you guys in the loop as we hear more info on it. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be kind of like Mattel Creations, though, right? Yeah, what it sounds like. It's exciting. This figure yeah, is this, fantastic. This Malachi looks really cool. Um, I'll pr- I'm definitely going to grab it because I like those face paint sculpts. This is probably going to be something where like, I kind of make like the ultimate ultimate and just kind of combine it with the other one. I don't know. He's got some different boots and knee pads from the other one, too. The other ultimate was so good, though. I yeah. just feel like... Why do I ever need another Malachi Black figure, you know? It is really cool, though. Um, Then we got the Death Triangle 3-pack. These look really, really neat, man. We need another pot. We're getting that pot with the eye patch, but, you know, he's been very underrepresented um, in the line. And this is going to be the first time that we get the Trios Championships and the All-Atlantic Championship in one set. So, old Jeremy, dude, he knows what he's doing to get people to buy some figures. They're basically making this a must-buy set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, and then to the Ring of Honor figures. The packaging on these looks awesome, man. I don't think I'd need any of these, but I do love the packaging on these ROH figures. Yeah, it, it, they make them look like like comic book figures almost. Like I, I think they're really cool looking. They picked four. Yeah. I mean, I say what you will about Cesaro, but dude, I think they picked four really good people to start it with, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely did, man. And if, if you know... I think they know their fan base, man. The type of people that would want Ring of Honor figures, these are what they're going to want. They're going to want that old school Daniel Bryan, the freaking Claudio. Dan Housen's in there, I think, to just capture the current fans. And then how about that Kenny? That Kenny is killer, man. Dude, I agree. The packaging just looks amazing. I wonder if it's a flap or is it just going to be another sealed box? That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it has a flap on the front of it, dude. Yeah, it's got to be a flap, dude. There's yeah. no way. I, 
Yeah, I don't think they do a sealed box. Jazz, they're they're a small enough company. I, I think they could they could take the heat if they have some extra plastic on there. So we got some ROH Young Bucks that look pretty cool. Those are yeah. Um, and then the uh, the Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. That Adam Cole is so funny looking to me. He looks gigantic. He does. Yeah, it's freaking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm assuming we're gonna get some parts changes before that why, actually drops. Why does that he look freaking, bigger than Kyle O'Reilly? <laughs> like, what, yeah, what are we doing? Went, here? He went from Adam Cole to Adam Swole. Adam <laughs> Swole. And then, dude, they got to do these guys justice, man. Well, we got all we got was the picture from the side of the box, but these Briscoes figures, dude, like they they just got to, man. If if they if if they somehow botched this Briscoes release, I'm going to Jazzworks headquarters and setting it on fire, dude. I'm burning the whole fucking place down. <laughs> yeah, they better not I, botch it. I yeah. love the Briscoes, man. We talked a lot in there, like something about those dudes, just the authenticity and the realness of them, man. Like. They they just they better do those guys justice. That's all I'll say. I think they will. I, I think this. I think the Ring of Honor set's going to be really good. At least I have hope for it. Um, one more bonus thing. It wasn't necessarily San Diego Comic Con, but I do want to discuss. If you go to the major WWF pod page, you can see uh, Zombie showed off two of his new you know elite scale figures, the King Kong Bundy and Brian Pillman. How are we feeling about those, dude? I held them in hand last week. Okay, so you got to tell us what's up, man. The, first of all, I don't think the pictures of Bundy did it any justice. In person, it's so much better looking than what it's what we've seen in pictures. They have a great feel. I mean, I only saw prototypes, but they're super heavy. Heavy. They have a great feel. To me, they look better than Mattel Jazzwares. They, they were amazing. I cannot wait. They reminded me a lot of Powertown. Looking at them, was it was that similar to the feel uh, he had them in hand? I felt like they were like Powertown, but only better. Um, he wow. told me we're still a, a year away from getting them in hand at least. So it's going to be a while. And we know uh, in zombie time, that means it's like seven years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, unfortunately, like, yeah, he's probably trying to be generous with a year. But like you said, we see how everything else goes. And he said these six inch figures take longer than the other stuff. So but yeah, they, they are imagine. beautiful in hand. They are they are a stunning. So I didn't I didn't love the Bundy like the Bundy's still fine. He's cool, but I probably would I don't think that would replace my Legends Bundy, but that Pillman looks incredible, Dude, man. Like that Pillman is sick. When I saw the pictures of the Bundy on from Sam's thing, I was like, "This doesn't look anything like the figure I held in hand." The pictures did it no justice. Interesting. I cannot wait to get it. What's your thoughts on him, Jordan? I like him, dude. I, I mean. Dude, Zombie has done nothing to make me doubt him as far as like the figures he's put out. So I have no doubt that these are going to be killer. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get these. They've all been worth the wait too. I do, you know, Josh. Josh is a friend of the show. Uh, he's definitely supported us over the years, and we support him. We bought literally every single thing he's put out. Uh, you know, we give him a hard time about the wait times, but regardless, man, like the. I've never had something been like, you know what? This wasn't worth the wait. So yeah. keep doing what you're doing, man. It's definitely a good thing we have him in the figure world because even though he's not a business competitor uh, with Mattel, I know it's got to be put some heat on them when they see the quality of some of this stuff that's getting cranked out by these you know, independent toy makers. Yeah. And just so you know, the King Kong Bundy actually has another head that comes with it. It doesn't come with only one head. Nice. nice. So it's coming with the open mouth as well. All right, you guys ready for some listener mail? No, no, no. Hold on. Since we just talked about Comic-Con, we have to close it out with Comic-Con. Talk about this. The Muhammad Ali figure. Still sitting, right? This this was a botch, dude. This was a... We called it. This was we a, thought it was going to be lukewarm. That's like... Because don't you remember we got a question when we recorded last Thursday about, do you think this has crossover appeal? And I said, absolutely not. Just because of what the boxing and stuff look like. This was a fucking terrible choice for a Comic-Con exclusive. 
I just yeah, I, uh, I dude, Mat- dude, Mattel- should have been Tyson, man. Mattel Tyson. Creations is really starting to worry me with what they're doing. Um, between this, the way they've been shipping out the Cody and Logan figures, like they're starting to make me a tad nervous about what they're doing right now, man. Did you see? And I don't know if you noticed, man, that Jurassic Park crowdfund they got right now it is flopped. just dying a fiery death, dude. It's not even coming close, man. It's I mean, worse I- than the um the wcw stage yeah the wcw stage at least had a couple of couple of you know moments of false hope this thing's been doa yeah man. i mean i just didn't need a muhammad ali i sat there on friday morning and i ordered it at a fomo and it's just like after i ordered it i'm like why like i don't but i have every ultimate edition so i couldn't not order it but yeah i feel yeah. i feel like boxing fans and ali fans don't even know about it i feel like this is the type of thing after we get it in hand and you throw it up on ebay we could see it go for a stupid amount of money because people don't know yeah possibly i and muhammad ali's one of those guys that you know he's he's timeless so he's his stuff's always going to be worth some money I just, I, I'm kind of with you, man. I had, before it was revealed and I found out what was coming, I had just zero desire for Muhammad Ali in my collection. I get it. He was, you know, the outside referee at WrestleMania 1, but it just did nothing for me. Now, I'm the same as you. I make sure I have at, at least one of every single person that Mattel has made. So I, ha- I had to get it, but I wasn't excited at all. Uh, I don't know if you listen to part one, man. We were talking about if they would have done a Mike Tyson. You could have done the same similar thing. Do, give us Mike Tyson in his boxing gear with the all black and like the towel on his head. And then give him give us, you know, WrestleMania 14 Mike Tyson with the DX shirt with the Austin 316 shirt underneath. Like, I feel like that would have sold out. I would have been all in on that. Like, I, I feel like they even overproduced these Ali's thinking that there would be more appeal. And I think it was just I think they learned their lesson. They got to stick more to wrestling and not going for the broader appeal yeah we i I want them to go back to the wrestle crap stuff we talked about that last time also man like give us the you know give us a a fake diesel fake razor ultimate edition two pack something like that i think people would be all over what about Um, the the fact before we get on to listener mail we found out that the major pod guys have signed macho man rick flair andre the giant and sergeant slaughter for major bendies and big rubber guys dude they're on it man and I'm starting to get itchy, man. Feeling like I need to get on this big rubber guys thing because I definitely feel I definitely plan on at some point putting together an LJN collection, and everything looks like these things are going to be in scale and match to totally blend in with the collection. So especially guys like Demolition, man. Like I've kind of I already have some instant regret on not pre-ordering those while they were available. Well, Pandora is going to be carrying the demolition if you need them when they come out, which is only like 45 okay. minutes from me. So I got you back. Um, I'll keep an eye out for that. Did you grab the the Matt and Brian? I big just got guys? them in the mail like last week and they are beautiful, man. They feel like LJNs. Oh, they're open. Okay. I, I took a picture of them with the Andre the Giant, the uh, black card Andre that I just oh, got. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, they're great. They're great figures. They're like, this is like hitting me in the heart because growing up with the LJNs, like we've had people try to make them but they were never even close. These are yeah. amazing. I love them. I'm all in on them. Just keep releasing them, please. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool what they're doing. I'm looking forward to what the first Macho Man Big Rubber guy that they drop because you know that's on the way. Oh, it's got to be with a robe. I hope it's with a robe. Yeah. So what's you guys overall take on San Diego Comic-Con this year? I got to say I'm a little bit let down, man. They came firing out of the gates on preview night, and I was really hyped, but there was just nothing else, man. I feel like every other year, preview nights has always been big, and then the next day at the panel, we get a ton of stuff. And then it's, I felt like they had always had like a little slow drip, like showing us two or three new things each day until Comic-Con wraps up. Whereas this year, 
it was just, you know, we had a huge preview night, a little bit of new stuff at the panel, and that was it, man. So I was a little bit underwhelmed this year, to be honest. I think, yeah, underwhelmed was my word exactly. So you just summed it up pretty uh, damn accurate. I was not super. I mean, there's a cool couple of cool things in there. Oh, uh, yeah, some stuff I'm excited about, but I but yeah, wasn't like I was just frothing at the mouth to start spending some money like I, mean, I have been in years past. We didn't past. even see a Steiner Brothers set. Like, we didn't even see yeah. uh, Headbanger uh yeah. yeah, that's like, true. We were expecting headbanger renters. I felt, I felt like a layup. I don't know. Where, where are you at on it, Jordan? Oh, this was definitely a bummer for me. I Like I said, we, we reviewed that first preview night, which is usually just some stuff trickles in, and then they really go hard at the panel. But I don't know, man. I, I feel like the Ali was a bad start to the weekend, and it kind of just carried over into th- into Friday and Saturday, and just not much happened, man. It was it, This is such a cool time to be a figure collector and stuff like that and dude piggybacking off that this is the first year that i actually only ordered one funko for san diego comic-con and it was johnny knoxville dude usually i rake out about 700 bucks on funkos this weekend and i bought one wow dude the problem with funkos is they're just they're so oversaturated at this point and i I kind of feel like they're starting to do the same thing with wrestling figures. Like we just get so many of the same people over and over. Like we were talking about that Ray Mysterio ultimate, like that's why when we get things like Terry Gordy and stuff, it's so exciting. And it's just so few and far between that. You're getting figures like that. Like the Sultan and Terry Gordy, like those figures are awesome to get and Nicholas and stuff like that. But you just get so many repeats, dude. It just kind of wears on you a little bit, I think. And I, I kind of think that's where we're at right now with figure collecting in general. Yeah, I think I saw somebody on the WrestleFix forums post. They said that Nicholas, uh, Chief Peter Maivia, and Terry Gordy were the only three new people, completely new people that we were getting in the line. The others, we're getting some other new characters with Sultan yeah. and Fake Diesel and stuff. But it's it's you know it's other versions people already had. So it was only only three new humans were introduced to the Mattel line. This, that's uh, sad, Comic-Con. man. Wow, that's really sad. Yeah, I mean it's a credit to them that. They've put out so many people over the years, but still, there's still a ton more people that that WWE could go and grab under Legends deals and, and make happen for us. Um, but we got a lot of listener questions. Let's let's uh, dive into that. So we're not up all night. You know, Tom's on the East Coast. So we're keeping him up well past his bedtime. Dude, I'm never in bed until like 3 a.m. So when you, you texted me, we're recording at 2 a.m. I'm like, OK. Well, he wanted, he wanted to be was, a guest, was, so he, he better prepare for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, I was I was messing with him, told me we were going to tape at uh, midnight mountain time, and he didn't even flinch. He was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> all right, uh, starting off with uh, TNT, Tyson Oterbino. He says, what figures are you most excited for from Comic-Con? I'll go first, man. It's that that Ultimate Edition WCW Roddy Piper. Ooh, that's a, that's a great one. I got to go to Albano Superstars. I'm going to go Sultan just because I, I built it up so high. I, I love that figure so much. Hell yeah. Seth, All right, Sam, bro. Go ahead, Tom. Real quick, how does the Mankind from the Three Faces of Folia lead, lead up compared to the uh, Amazon one that you always talk about? So it looks better, man. It's got the wristbands and stuff, and I believe it's a soft goods top on that one. Ooh. So I think it's going to be better because the other one, the, the other one's great, but it's got like the – the rubber like Kevin Owens style top or whatever, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, kind of yeah. inhibits the articulation. From what I can tell, I think it's gonna it's soft goods tops on all three of these foley. So, and it's got those like that you know those brown wristbands and stuff. So it's definitely gonna be an upgrade, man. I think it's gonna be the best '96 Mankind figure we've ever gotten. I can't wait for that set. The only thing that sucks, dude, is 
that I think it's going to be like the new defining moment sets where it's going to be in like an outside protected box. And it looks like the three figures are going to be packed individually because they're available to buy individually on ringside. I can't imagine ringside would individually sell them loose, right? No, I was disappointed about that too because I'm thinking what a, what a great thing to get signed by him and all three – Yeah, and it needs to be a a tribute to that Jack set. That Jack's Three Faces of Foley set is legendary, man. That's one of the most, you know, two or three legendary box sets in wrestling figure history. Sheena's got, uh, back when we first got back into wrestling, Sheena got the Jack's uh, BCA Three Faces of Foley set signed by, you know, all three faces of Foley. Um, And it's so cool. And it would have been really neat to get a Mattel one also. But, you know, I I guess it's just, we'll, we'll see how they do the packaging, but it looks like that's probably not meant to be. Yeah. Sambro says, how long do you see this Monday Night War set going? Uh, three to five sets like the Ruthless Aggression series or the Decade of Domination series that was one or two sets or even longer. Uh, so I can answer that, man. It's supposed to be the replacement for Ruthless Aggression. So we should see it going, uh, you know, six or seven series deep. But, dude, I don't know how much longer the the market will bear, like, this shitty distribution, man. Like, do you guys have any hope that Walmart will get its shit figured out before uh, Monday Night War starts to hit? No hope on that, honestly. But Ozer, when he was on Fig Night, had told us, I think it's right now there's two years planned for the Monday Night Wars with the potential for it to even go longer. So, Dude, there's so much yeah. meat on the bone with that set. I feel like they could run that forever. But yeah, the distribution is going to be a huge problem. I already have anxiety. See, the I, I think the Ruthless Aggression set was the worst distributed series in the history of Mattel's WWE line. It didn't really bother me because there was out of the, you know, 18 figures that were released. I think there was like maybe four that I actually added to my collection. That's just, you know, like I mentioned earlier, that was a time period. I really wasn't watching wrestling and none of those figures really did it for me, but this Monday night war set, I'm going, I'm trying to go balls deep on this, man. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be tough to track down. I'm already dreading it. Dude, yeah. keep those, uh, your bookmark open to Paul Mart. So we keep checking there for when, Oh I, yeah. Uh, I have only seen ruthless aggression. I saw a series one in my Walmart and then I saw the set, the Cena set a couple of weeks ago, when the Walmart, another Walmart, about forty minutes from me, put out that new end cap, and it's the only other time I've seen ruthless aggression in store. Yeah, I Not saw good. the first set, and then I saw the Austin Undertaker Bischoff set. That's the only thing I've seen on the pigs. Oh yeah, no, I saw the Cena. Who else was Cena? Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, and I saw that set. I saw all of them on the sets at or on the pegs at different WalMarts. I just. I had no intention of getting any of these. The only one I actually picked up out of the whole set was the JBL. So, yeah, I got a few of them. I needed a couple. I didn't have any JBLs. I got the Tory because we don't have her. So, yeah, yeah, I got the JBL. I got the Tory. I got Bischoff. the Kevin Nash NWO, the Bischoff, and I got the Brock. Nice. All right. Uh, Sambro also says, did you guys pick up any non wrestling San Diego Comic Con exclusives? No, I did not. Nope. Nope, just okay. the yeah, we did. We all did. We all got the Johnny Knoxville. Well, that's a WWE Funko though. Oh, non wrestling. You're right. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. I did see. So you know, I want to at least entertain this question a little bit. Those Ultimate Edition uh, House of a Thousand Corpses figures look oh incredible. I'm getting. I, I'm very itchy to possibly start back up a NECA collection. Uh, collection. You guys know me and Sheena used to have a big. Uh, NECA collection and we sold off pretty much every last piece of it uh but we may have to get back in and just put together the house of a thousand corpses set the we saw the captain spalding and the uh otis firefly so far but you got an if you know NECA, you know they're going to give us every character and probably about four or five variations of all of them yeah i'm buying those there's no doubt i'm buying those 
Are you a uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects fan, Tom? What is that? Okay. Uh, all right, guys. It was a fun night. We're going to go ahead and wrap up now. We're going to end the show, and then me and Jordan are going to fly to New Jersey and whoop Tom's ass, dude. Bro, watch House. So just, dude, it, it, it's, a, it's a horror slash true crime series of movies directed by uh, Rob Zombie. Just, dude, we'll get you set up. You need to watch House of a Thousand Corpses yeah, and then report you. back to us, okay. man. It's, uh, and it's then, really You got to watch both of them, though. You got to watch House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects because those two movies, phenomenal. All right. Yeah, yeah, they go great. What? But t- take a pause. We want we want to check in after you watch House of a Thousand Corpses, and we'll tell you how to set up. Because for me, Jordan, I feel like t- to get the true experience, I feel like you got to kind of let people know, like watch House of a Thousand Corpses. But the point where they do like that cemetery ritual, I feel like it kind of goes off on its own. In my mind, Devil's Rejects always picked up like right after they freaking kill the cop out in the yard, dude. Yeah, dude. Spoiler alert. I was just going to say spoilers. You want me to watch it? And he's giving it away. Yeah, you ain't, ain't going to remember it, that. Yeah, it, it's not spoiling anything. You'll, you'll, for, you'll That'll be out of your mind by the time you get to that part of the movie. Trust me. Yeah. But yeah, the mm-hmm. uh, I love that movie, man. Like those still hold up. I feel like I actually like those even more now than I did when I first was watching them uh, back as a, as a youth. All right. Uh, Randy Smith says, this is a good one, man. We've discussed this a lot the last few weeks, man. Am I wrong for getting upset about re-released figures? I always justified the hobby by saying I could get out of it very easily if I needed the money by selling them off. I'm not a big fan of knowing that if I needed some quick cash, I can't sell certain figures anymore. Wow, man. When they did the first greatest hit set, I was like, oh, okay. I'll be honest. Now it's starting to bother me that they're doing so many re-releases. Ultimate editions, everything. Greatest, the legends, greatest hits now. What are they doing? Like, like. We're, we're, we're a cut hair away from getting the best of basics series with like (laughs) all the best basics coming back out, man. I, I, I totally feel your pain, man, from a, you know, investment financial standpoint. I, I never buy my figures to resell. I buy figures just because I want to own them, play with them, and display them and have them in my collection. I would get I would definitely get aggravated if I wouldn't dropped, you know, whatever, 300 bucks on a Harley race, and then the next week I found out they were re-releasing it. That would that would truly be annoying. But I'm kind of with you, Tom. I'm more annoyed now that I want them to devote their resources to making either new looks of people that, uh, that haven't been released yet or making new figures of guys we don't have yet, man, instead of going back and doing these re-releases. I know they always say that, you know, this doesn't affect any new figures coming out, but it has to, man. It mm-hmm. just has to. There's cost that goes into producing exactly. these. There's and, a budget. And making the new packaging. Like it just it has to affect it, man. Uh so I'm I'm annoyed by it as well, man. But oh. for not necessarily strictly for financial reasons. Also, dude, at, at at some point these are gonna sit on shelves. Like at some point they're gonna hit a set. Like the the second set had Harley Race in it. So that was a huge huge selling point for that set but at some point they're going to get to a point where these are just modern re-releases like the third set when me and seth were talking about it the other night like the rollins from the shield and there's a bunch of other ones that were have been previously released within like the past five years like dude at some point people are going to catch on and be like didn't i just buy this figure yeah some some of those were as recently as like two or three years ago i mean yeah that like you said that rollins was the oldest one and that's not even like a super rare figure people were claiming. I don't think, I never heard anybody saying like, man, I wish they'd fucking re-release Elite 33 Seth Rollins. Dude, how old was the DDP figure? The Legends? That was 2020, dude. That was like 2020, 2021, man. That was not yeah, long ago at all. And crazy. the Brutus Beefcake. They're doing Beefcake also. Yeah, I mean, I don't get, I mean, I guess if you look at it this way, let's say we're the company and they know that there's, there's the market for it and they can make the money, then why not do it if I'm them? But it is annoying as a collector to see them doing that. 
Yeah. yeah, I get I get why Mattel is doing it. Like it's low cost. It's already done. You're literally just re-releasing it. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of it, man. Uh, Sam, and if they were doing it, give us some new accessories, man. Right? Like give us the Harley race with the soft goods case yeah. instead of like the plastic shell. Like give us if you put a little bit more meat on the bone for some upgrades, exactly. and I would be a lot more forgiving on it, man. I mean, I would have uh, rather the NWA Harley race at this point. Yeah. That'd be cool too. Uh, Sambro said, uh, you know what? I, I want Harley race when he was managing Vader in like Ooh. 93 and 94 in WCW. There you go. Uh, Sambro says, what do you think makes a figure valuable over time? Out of the current releases, what figures do you think will become significantly valuable? doesn't seem like AEW rare slash chase figs are retaining significant value outside of series one Cody. Dude, I have a beef with the AEW rare chase figures. The number they put on that box is not even close to the number of those figs that they're producing. I I don't care what anyone says. Dude, I have seen uh, that MJF that was like supposedly one out of 3,000. I swear to God, I've seen 10,000 of those being sold. Like, it's just, unless they're just like somebody's buying it and then realizing they don't want it anymore and then selling it. Do they're kayfabing the number? I don't, dude. I just have a weird feeling. And I think the original ones, like the ones they said were one of 500, I believe that because you just don't see very many of them come up. But, dude, I feel like the ones that have come out in the last couple of years, I feel like that number is not an accurate number at all. So I have a real beef with the AEW Rare and Chases. I agree 100% with you. And if you remember, somebody had asked uh, Jeremy on Twitter about the numbers at one point, And he said, well, all we know is that we tell the manufacturer this is how oh. many we want. We can't guarantee that that's how many were made. And I'm like, What? Like so, it just makes no sense. There has to be more. There has to, the way they do those drops for the shop AEW, there's there's definitely more because oh, I was yeah. in a queue one time where there was like I was five, number five thousand and I got the figure and I ordered you two. Still got it right. Yeah, I noticed that too with the the Mox one that dropped and um there, and I think the Jericho that dropped back in like twenty twenty two. Man, yeah, I noticed I was when I was saw my number in the queue. I was like, there's no way this is happening, but I kind of just waited it out and it ended up working out. So well, I mean, the Jade yeah, is still available. That was the the most recent one. And it was on sale this weekend in Newark, which I actually picked it up there. So there's, I think that's the best one they've done. Yeah. Man. Oh, it's absolutely the best one they've done. I, I love that Jade figure, but yeah, there's definitely more than what they announced for the chases well, and the rares. And the be. other thing that makes me what that made me really like weirded out by it was don't you remember all the controversy around that Darby that um, people were finding without the sticker on it? And then people yeah, were contacting yep. uh, jazz and they're like, Oh yeah, we'll get you some stickers out. Like, wait, so how many of these stickers did you guys have printed out? Cause if it was really one of 5,000, how do you have a bunch of extra stuff? Like That's I, not I, a good point. I don't, I, I just don't get it. So like, where are we drawing the line here? Like how close to 5,000 are we getting? Are we talking like one of 5,000 or one of like 20,000? Cause I don't know, man. The math ain't mathing. He's mm-hmm. asking about, you know, figures getting valuable over time for the modern era stuff, man. Dude, I don't really see it. I, I see a lot of stuff, you know, having solid value. I don't see stuff like skyrocketing in value, though, unless it's something like that Chief J Strongbow, like that Chase Rob Van Dam stuff that's, it, you know, ends up getting canceled and a few just end up kind of leaking out that because race. the stuff's just saturated now, man. We get so we get so many. Ver- yeah, like the Harley race from the, the flashback set. We get so many versions of everybody that 
you know, nothing just really stands out head and shoulders above the pack. Think about like the Hasbro line. We had three Hulk Hogan's, man. Yep. They were three Hulk Hogan's and then one mail away Hulk across the whole Hasbro line, which, you know, between it or LJN is probably the most famous wrestling line ever. Uh, you know, we had like nine Hulk Hogan's unveiled just at this year's San Diego Comic Con. So how are any one of those Hulks going to, you know, be the one that stands out and becomes worth a lot? So I think it's just a a supply and demand thing, man. I, you know, there may be one or two that break the mold and really just end up, you know, going up and up and up in value. But between the re-releases and just the total number of stuff that Mattel is cranking out, I don't see anything from the modern era where you're going to just make a fortune off of it, man. I think, I think getting your stuff autographed is probably your best bet at, uh, at protecting your investment, getting it autographed, putting it in a nice defender case and just protecting it, man. You know what I, I think? Go ahead. Go ahead. Worth a lot in the future is a lot of the peg warmers because people aren't going to have them. Yeah. And someday true. people are going to start searching for them, especially if it's somebody that takes off and then it's going to be like, ah, oh, this is what's worth money. That's like the old legend set, you know, the, the, the legends, Akeem, Rick Martel, demolition. Those are probably the most valuable, consistently valuable figures right now. And those things were on. I remember seeing those on clearance at Kmart back in the day, man. This was when I I wasn't even collecting figures yet. Um, when Mattel first got the license and those things were on at Kmart for like five bucks. There's another thing too, that I don't know, man. And I know this would make it harder for all of us to find them, but I think that's part of the the hunt of figures that's kind of went away. Because, dude, I mean, everybody always jokes with me about finding everything, and I do. It, I'm very thankful that I can find a lot of the figures that I can. The chases in like the regular line and even the legends line, I wish they were more rare. I wish they were more rare than one per case. Like, yeah, it'd make know, a little dude. bit more fun because. I mean, dude, it's not that much fun anymore to like, I mean, it's still fun to find a chase, but it's not as fun as it would be if like you had to really search for it. Cause dude, if you get a fresh case out, you know, you're getting one of those figures. And I think that's because they started packing the legends in individual sets. You know, I think if they still came, uh, you know, all in one set, it was a lot more random, but uh, I think we just lost Tom. Uh, um, are you still there? That's weird. I'm not seeing you on my thing anyways. Uh, but the, uh, the, yeah, now, like you said, if you find a case, you pretty much guarantee there's going to be a chase in there, man. Like, it's just, it's happening. Um, See, I feel yeah, totally so. opposite. with the uh, When there's a figure I want, I don't care if it's a rare or a chase. I wish it was more available because I just want it for my collection. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, yeah, that's part of it also, man. Like, you want to have the availability, but you... Uh, um, I don't know. I, I I see both sides of it. It's fun chasing them, but it's also can be frustrating if there's one that you really, really want and it's basically impossible like, to grab it. What do you guys think of the whole bunny thing from Jazzwares? Oh god, I'm not a fan, dude. I it's I I feel like it's going to just be a fucking headache. Listen, I understand that you you want to make less of her so she doesn't warm the pegs. I think if you're going to do that, you should split it fifty fifty with someone. Make you know, yeah, it doesn't have that to works be. Too. 5,000 or 3,000, just put half of them in there and then half, like kind of like the brandy, the original brandy in series one. You know, make make it, she was in every other box. She wasn't in every case. Do that so that way at least you could find her. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I feel like they've botched that really bad. Like, it, yeah. that, that is a very, very bad move by them. I just, I get what they're trying to do, but dude, it, this is not coming off well at all. No. It, yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass, man. And you got to have her, dude. Like, I was really excited to get the bunny, butcher, and blade on one set, man. It was going to be so cool. I yeah. agree. All 
All right, good question, man. That definitely sparked some good conversation, Sam. All right, the uh, the pod wife, Ari, uh, Jordan's better half, says uh, she got a question actually from Zoe, the snack queen, George's daughter. She wants to know, what were your favorite snacks as kids? Ooh. Hmm. I loved ring dings as kids. Excuse <laughs> me? Ring dings. Did you ever have a ring ding? <laughs> I sure haven't. Is that, is that like a hostess cake or like a little Debbie? Yes. Yes, exactly what it is. This is the chocolate okay. covered chocolate cake with the white cream in the middle. Oh, oh <laughs> that's, what in they, mouth. that's what they called those in the 40s. I got it now. The 40s. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never heard of that. I one. like ramen noodles, dude. You know, both. Uh, both my parents worked, man. So me and my brother, we, you know, we'd kind of come home and have the, the the run of the house for a couple hours. And I would always grab the styrofoam cup ramen noodles, dude, and freaking eat like two or three things, two or three things of those while I'm watching like Animaniacs and Goof Troop and shit. I know this isn't going to sound like a snack, but it was for me because I was obviously like into sports and stuff. And we always played basketball in the driveway. Like, dude, nothing hit on a summer day like making just like a sandwich like loaded with lunch meat and a bunch of chips on top of it. Like, dude, I I feel like I ate 40 of those a week. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, that, <laughs> that was like my fig, my go-to snack like when it was a hot day. I don't know why. But. I feel like the, the sandwich with chips on, I feel like that was more of like a city pool type thing, dude. I remember like going to the city pool and having like <laughs> a ham and cheese sandwich with like nacho cheese Doritos on it. And like, I feel like I've been chasing that high like ever since, dude. <laughs> you can't ever get it back. Fresh out of the pool when they would do like that, you know, 10 minutes of every hour where it's like adult swim time, dude, and the kids got to get out and you'd have that cool sandwich with the crispy chips on there and like fucking Capri. A Capri Sun would be great, but even better would be one of those little, they came in, it looked like a little plastic barrel and you peeled the foil off the top and it was just like 60% sugar, 40% water, a little bit of food coloring mixed in. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, dude. Ring dings were from Drake's, just for the record. I looked it up. But they used to come wrapped <laughs> in like tin foil. They were so good. What? I have a question for you guys. Is there a snack or a food from the past that's no longer made that you wish you could still get? <sighs> I used to love Taco Bell's Monterey Jack chicken tacos, man. And even they're they don't even make I don't think they have chicken tacos on the menu anymore, man. Taco wow. Bell used to make a mean chicken taco, dude, that uh that I love, man. So that that's kind of the first thing that comes to mind. Well, I, I I miss. I used to get them back in the '40s when I was a little kid. Crisp apple pop tarts. I haven't seen them in like 30 mm. years. Oh, love them, dude. I think the thing I, I think about this all the time. Like how many chili cheese burritos I'd eat from Taco Bell. Those are gone. Like. I don't know, man. It's just everything's changed so much. But, dude, as far as, like, candy, like, you guys remember uh, Butterfinger BBs? Like, I love those things. And I've never been a Butterfinger guy, but I do remember the BBs. Those were fire, and for some reason, they're gone. Dude, you can still order these Drake's Ring Ding Cakes. I'm going to order some, and I'm going to report back. <laughs> you got to put them in the fridge, though. They're better cold. We'll do a uh, we'll do a mini pod, man. We can review them, see if they live up to uh, Tom's hype. You got to put them in a the fridge. They got to be cold. I love them. There you go. All right. Zach Hertzler says, uh, what are stages of rings you would like Mattel to make? Well, we need a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Ultimate edition scale. Yes. Like Hell in a Cell yeah. would be awesome. Yes. I'm, I'm crazy. We need a good cage or something desperately. I'd love a WrestleMania 10 ring. I know it'd be pretty close to like the the new gen ring we got, but you know, WrestleMania 10 had that really unique. It was black ropes on the top and bottom and it had like a gold rope in the middle. Um, maybe you give us that like, you know, WrestleMania 10 entrance set. Like we see with the, uh, the Sean and razor two pack. Like so that, that would be awesome. Yeah. It sounds great guys. 
You don't got to, you don't, you don't want to stage Jordan. No, I mean, dude, I don't know. I th- I think the Mattel creations thing, not getting funded really killed. Yeah. This we for fucked me, ourselves, dude. dude. It really yeah, killed this for me. Yeah. You know, if I could just go wild, right. If money in space was no object, if I just had a big ass aircraft hangar to display my wrestling figure collection, give me a fucking elite scale Wembley stadium, SummerSlam 92. <laughs> oh I want God. the entire fucking stadium. He wants every I want a fan big- in there. Basic of every fan in there, dude. Like, yes, dude. Give me a fucking full scale arena, That'll and that's all you want. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm already freaking, uh, you know, politicking for the the next crowdfund to be <laughs> Rest- Royal Rumble 1992 Ultimate Edition set, thirty ultimates for a thousand bucks. Dude, you know what'd be cool? Like, this is probably more of a possibility if they did one of those things you subscribe to where you get one of those ultimate editions in the mail like every month yeah that's what i said i said if they did the royal rumble 92 ultimate edition you could you could sign up for it right it ended up being a thousand bucks total but you could just go month to month and yeah they ship out a figure like every six weeks and they would do it in the order they came in in the rumble you know so like rick flair would be the third one you got and it goes all the way through it's ultimate editions all 30 of them i'm drooling yes please (laughs) yeah all right uh Johnny JB says, or excuse me, Zach Hurst has got a question. He says, name some celebrities that we need in figures. Go ahead, Seth. You know what I'm going to say, dude? It'd be controversial, but controversy creates cash, man. We need a Trump figure, dude. It, that would be, you want to talk crossover? You want to talk selling out San Diego Comic-Con right away? If they would have given us the Battle of the Billionaires Ultimate Edition set with Vince, you could do his regular uh, head sculpt and his shaved head sculpt and throw a Trump in there. Maybe give us an Austin if you really want to have a wrestler in the set. Dude, that would get people from all over. You'd have the people that like him buying it, the people that would hate him would buy it to, you know, destroy it and set it on fire. I think that would be the biggest cash cow in the history of Mattel's WWE line. I'd be there for it. <laughs> I'd get it. What about fun. like uh, a Pamela Anderson when she accompanied Diesel to the ring and then on the backside, but it's covered. It's like her in her porn video with Tommy Lee with her tits out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll go with something actually viable. You remember who came out with Shawn Michaels at that match, right? Jenny Garth. Jenny McCarthy. Oh, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny oh, Garth. Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Give us a two pack. Give it. Make it a four pack. Give us Sean and Diesel from WrestleMania 11 and they come with Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy. That would be I'm down so for that. dope. That would be so cool to get that. Well, well, we already know WWE doesn't listen to us about SDCC exclusive, so that ain't never happening. No, they don't. <laughs> what, uh, what celebs do you want to see, Tom? Uh, I'd like a Cindy Lauper. Go yeah, I talked about that earlier. Her and her and Captain Lou, that seems like a freaking no-brainer, man. They got to give yeah, us that yeah. eventually. I mean, imagine if they would have de- did that for San Diego Comic-Con. You waited for the Wendy Rector. You never put it out, and you had that whole set. Mm. We're, we're, All right, Johnny. Yeah, that would be great, anymore. man. Uh, Johnny JB says, who was your first wrestling crush? Mine was Miss Elizabeth. Um, I got to go Sonny, bro. I feel like 96 Sonny, or 95, 96 Sonny was just on fire to me. I got to agree, Sonny, probably. I mean, I was a little kid when Elizabeth was there, but I was never attracted to her. But Sonny, holy smokes, yes. Sonny was my was definitely my first wrestling crush, but nobody will ever overtake Trish. So, All right, Kevin Eugene says, do you feel the collector market is currently oversaturated with wrestling figure collectibles? No, because they're still selling. It's a lot to keep up with. I don't think it's oversaturated. I'm all about the more the merrier, but I just encourage everybody to, you know, don't let that FOMO take a hold of you. It's definitely real, but just, you know, have a clear mind, set some rules for yourself. I think that's the best thing you can do. Kind of set some guidelines to kind of cage in 
what your collection is going to be and then try to hold yourself to it the uh the best you can because yeah you get you know you get spend a, fun, a ton of money if you're trying to grab every single thing that releases between all the all the stuff that all the great stuff Mattel and Jazzwares is releasing, and then all the amazing stuff that the independents are putting out. I was trying to do it at one point, and dude, it just got too damn expensive. I mean, I was complete through like AEW set six, and then I just decided I couldn't do it anymore. It's just it's a lot of time, space, and money, and it's just it's too much, man. It's just it's a lot. Yeah, I've I mean I've cut it back to I collect every Ultimate Edition, and mostly Legends now, and I'm all in on the big rubber guys. Those are fun. Nice. All right. Jordan's main man out in Nebraska. Tony Barker says, outside of the main event players of the era, what random characters would you like to see in the Monday Night Wars line? I think, dude, I think one of the lines they should do is the guys that uh, switched companies during the Monday Night Wars. Just do a whole line of people that switch from WCW to WWE and guys that switch from WWE to WCW. I think it'd be really cool. cool. That's a great idea. I want to see just some of the mid card guys that really filled out that attitude area. You know, like give me give me Val Venus, Ooh, yeah, Big Valboski, the hello ladies. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in on a Val Venus. We don't have a Val Venus, right? He was never no, even. No, made. we don't. We have we had a, a Jack's BCA or maybe like a Disco Inferno, something like that would be cool too. Ooh, like Alex right in Disco Inferno. Yeah, I, I can't see Mattel making a porn star figure though. No, as much I mean, as I they would made love China. It. It's true, and she actually really did porn, so I take it One back. night in China. <laughs> that That's the box set for San Diego Comic-Con next year. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Tony also says, if WWE ever erected a physical site for their Hall of Fame, where would you put it? I'd say New York, honestly. Just, I don't know, man. A lot of, like, my favorite, like wrestling shows are like associated with like Madison square garden and stuff. I think it'd be cool to do it there. And I mean, that's like one of WWE's favorite places. So that's probably where I would put it. I've always thought Orlando, I feel like you got two options down there. You could either build it like adjacent to, um, the performance center. Right. Cause then you could set it up to where like people could come in and do the hall of fame tour. And then, you know, you could do them upcharge to go tour the performance center also, or something like that. Or it would give them the option to put on like little shows at the performance center and additional hall of fame visit. Um, something like, or we know they already have the relationship with NBC universal. I thought you could actually make it inside of universal studios, right? Like it's something you can visit while you're at universal, go visit the WWE hall of fame. Um, so I, I feel like Orlando makes a lot of sense as, cause you, you can want to put it in a tourist destination. So something like Orlando or New York, Seems like a good answer. Uh, you got any thoughts, Tom? I would love New York. Even Connecticut's not that far from me, but New York would make the most sense. Yeah. I think it definitely needs to be somewhere that people are already going to. I don't think... Connecticut, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's enough meat on the bone for, like, you know, to put it in, like, its own, like, standalone spot because I don't think that many people go to it. But I see it being something where, obviously, the hardcores will go, but it needs to be something where, like, the people who are like, oh, yeah, I remember watching WWE when I was a kid. I'll pay, you know, 15 bucks to go tour the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah. All right. We got just a couple more. Um, all right. Tony also says, in your opinion, what could jumpstart or salvage the fledgling AW figure lines? I said I need to get product out, man. I don't know if it's a factory issue or what. I just think they need to be dropping new product consistently. It's the first like year, year and a half. I felt like things were really hitting on all cylinders, man. And then it's like something just happened in the, it, it's been a trickle since then. 
Yeah, I think getting product out, but maybe not as much as they did after the first few lines. I feel like once they started flooding the stores with it is when it kind of got stale. Like, and stuff just started peg warming. So, yeah. like, let's get some some distribution on a consistent basis, but not as much where it's just going to clog up the shelves for a year when there's been nothing added to the shelves for years, for like a year now. But you walk in and you're still seeing the same figures there. I, I feel like they should maybe do like, do like Unrivaled at Walmart and do Unmatched at Target, something like that. You know, I don't know how feasible that is business-wise, but yeah, it seems like when they went to the two sets, that's when it really started hurting. I think that they should go to like a, a one set, like every four months format. Cause the other thing that I noticed is when they started pumping out lines really fast, the quality started going down. Yeah. Um, because I, I think they were just trying to keep their heads above water. And I feel like that's why we had so many peg warmers. Cause they just, they, they weren't putting enough effort into these figs is basically where I'll go with that. I just unrivaled one to unrivaled five. I thought they were ahead of Mattel, man. I, I thought those figures were awesome, dude. Like the, the first five sets of AEW, I was just, I was so excited to get those in hand. And yeah, now it's like, I'm, I, I like getting the new characters, but there's only a few AEW figures coming up that I'm like super like, you know, counting down the days So I'll get them in hand. I'll say yeah. this and hopefully sets one through five was all magic design in the figures once they brought on somebody else i feel like when they st- they started going down they brought in a couple of new designers that are really good as well so i'm kind of curious to see how they'll be when we start getting their stuff so and that's why i think one to five was so great it was all magic and i think magic learned from bill yeah, true. For the longest, man, I was sweating it. I really thought the, li- the line was like on life support. Like we were going to hear any day that it was discontinued. It, there's a little bit more of a heartbeat going now, which is good because I, I am rooting for it to succeed. I'm all about the more figures, the the better. Um, but but yeah, it's definitely lost a ton of momentum from that first year. So, all right. Brian Vermeer says, has Mattel given up on limiting the SDCC figures? If you look on Mattel Creations, only one of their SDCC releases sold out. Here's my conspiracy theory. They have some ready to go out, but they will make however many pre-orders they get. I don't know. They've always, they've tended to ship out the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives pretty soon. So I don't think they're doing like a pre-order, like an open pre-order model. I think it's just a combination of maybe they overproduced a little bit this year because they've gotten so much backlash. And then, dude, we're still in a freaking recession, man. Like, dude, times are tough, man. A lot of folks don't got, you know, a hundred plus bucks to drop on three or four different pre-orders. I think people are focusing in on like the one thing they really want getting that. And they're not getting the extra, you know, the number two, number three, number four thing on their list. Like they might've in in years past. Shit, dude. Muhammad Ali was $80, dude. That's, I mean, I know a lot of people that can't afford an $80 figure like that. That's a lot of money for one figure. And I mean, I know you're getting two Muhammad Ali's, but still like, that's a lot for, for one person. I mean, I don't know. I didn't realize it was 80 bucks. I think I only sent you 75 on PayPal, man. I, I owe you, dude. I'll yeah. hook you up right after it was, this. It was 80 with tax and shipping and stuff. It was a, quite a All right, off. I got you, dude. No, you're you good. should have told me I stiffed you, bro. You know I wasn't trying to stiff you. I paid you right away, dude. <laughs> bro, if I was worried about you stiffing me, I would have said something. I'm good. I know. We're getting friends, though. You could give me some shit, dude. I know you don't think I was sticking you, but you could have given me some shit for it, dude, but... But that was so anyway, another funny story on that, dude. So, Zach, I was at a work conference in Minneapolis over the weekend and I was, you know, like when you're traveling, dude, like you kind of, I, I don't know if you guys get this, man, when I'm traveling and stuff, like especially flying, I kind of get in like a little bit of a brain fog. I'm not as sharp as I normally am and stuff. And he had sent me a picture of uh, the, uh, the then now forever four pack, right? 
at, at Target. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm thinking with shipping stuff and tax. I'm like, all right, so like, you know, 95 should cover it, right? And he was, and he kind of wrote, he wrote me back. He was like, ah, oh, well, let me go to the post office and I'll hit you back. And I thought that was kind of weird because I was like, 95 will definitely cover that freaking no. then now forever four pack and shipping. But I looked at the picture closer and he had also found the Kama Mustafa, dude. So now, you know, those new Legends figures are like 23 bucks. So he's like 103 bucks before taxes or anything walking out the door at Target. And I was going to try to give him 95 to cover shipping and everything. <laughs> I felt like such a dickhead. I was like, bro, I just now saw that comma figure, dude. Please do not think I was trying to lowball you, dude. I would never freaking do that, man. But yeah, mm-hmm. dude. So shit's expensive now. And another thing, a public service announcement. Me and Jordan talked about this last night. If you're a seller uh, that, that you know ships a lot of stuff, dude, this new USPS ground advantage shit is bullshit, man. It's made... It's dropped the prices on the the heavy shit, but for stuff like shipping figures or belts, like the the stuff that's you know less than one pound or less than two pounds, which is the majority of what people in the the wrestling figure game sell, the price has gone up on shipping. So take a look at your shipping costs, man. Like I'm starting, I think I'm gonna start raising like the absolute like rock bottom price I'll sell a figure for just to make it worthwhile on the shipping, man. So. Yeah, Postal Service screwed us over on that one. And sign um, up for pirate ship. It's free. I use it all the time now. It's yeah, so easy. that's what we did. I, I did use stamps.com for the longest because stamps.com, not the, so we're going to totally nerd out on shipping costs for a little bit. So stamps.com was cool because you paid 18 bucks a month membership, um, but they had a lot of services that made it really easy to do your shipping and they had discounts on USPS first class. So you would get cheaper prices on USPS first class mail than you would get if you went to the post office or if you use pirate ship or bought your labels directly through eBay, you'd save, you know, 75 cents, $1.25, whatever the case would be on each shipment, which really adds up over the course of a month. But I did some studying. I I checked on like, I quoted like 10 different items and it looks like they no longer have um, discounts on the new ground advantage service. So yeah, if you're using stamps.com, just switch to freaking uh, pirate ship or something else because it's not worth paying that monthly flat fee just to get in the game anymore. I agree. All right, uh, we have one last question. It's actually coming from myself, and it's specifically for Tom. Uh, Tom, I just want to know, what does it feel like to know that you are single-handedly propping up the OnlyFans economy? (laughs) I have never had a membership to OnlyFans, despite (laughs) what Seth is putting out into the universe. Anytime something has ever come up in conversation on the pod, or in the Facebook group and there's a question about something that happened on somebody's OnlyFans account, Tom has the answer in like (laughs) 2.2 business seconds, dude. Like before I'm even finished, like writing the question to comment, somehow he already has the reply ready to go with the answer. I'm like, nope, she posted this on this date at this time. She was in this time yeah, zone. Like this dude is the OnlyFans guru, man. It's because I use the. I don't know why you don't just own it, bro. Access all the information, all the photos from OnlyFans. I'm not going <laughs> to uh-huh. name names, Seth, but uh, I don't need to pay for that stuff. <laughs> uh, Tom, thanks I so mean, much. I'm not going to call you out on a text you sent me yesterday when I said I got my <laughs> holy grail. <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for joining us, man. This was a blast, dude. We're pushing two hours, but I gotta say, man, this was a uh this was a breeze, dude. It was fun having you on. I'm fed I'm glad we finally got you on the Chick Foley show feed. Uh please, man, plug your stuff. Uh the OG Fig Hit Twitter and Insta- Instagram. Find uh watch Fig Night every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're yes. into collecting figures, me and Mike do it every Tuesday. We've had Jordan on, we've had Seth on. It's just a fun show. And uh we do the all elite wrap up on Sunday nights now where we recap the week that was in AEW. All right. Jordan, hit us with some closing thoughts and we'll get out of here. 
Uh, I really got nothing tonight, guys. It's just uh, have a good week and don't waste all your money.